<laughs> Pot of gold. Hello, my dear friends, and welcome to another exciting episode of Ramble by the River. I'm your host, Jeff Nesbitt, and we've got a great show for you today. It is Saturday, November 20th, 2021, and this is episode 54. I'm joined in the studio today by my new puppy, Poppy the Puppy. She's a cutie, a little Australian Shepherd lab mix, and she's quite a handful. So I've been spending the last couple days trying to work with a puppy, trying to learn how to potty train a puppy, trying to sleep with a puppy in the house, trying to do all this stuff with a puppy, and it sucks. I mean, I love her, don't get me wrong, puppies are great. They're adorable, people love them, but boy, they take a lot of your time, take a lot of your attention, and they bite the fuck out of everything. But, you know, can't really beat a puppy. They're cute, uh, they make you feel good, they make you feel good. Ramble by the River is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. If you'd like to join the Ram Fam and support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash ramblebytheriver and subscribe. You can find Ramble by the River on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Ramble by the River, and on Twitter at Ramble River Pod. If you want to contact us for guest suggestions or anything like that, the email can be found in the show notes. Also, all this information can be found at ramblebytheriver.com, along with the most recent episodes and things like that, links to donation page, all that kind of stuff. So if you've been a fan of Ramble by the River since the beginning, you probably caught episode 17 back in March. Episode 17 featured a guest named Alex Mack. Alex Mack and me grew up together. He was my neighbor pretty much, lived through the woods from my house, and we've been good friends for many, 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 many years, a couple decades. So Mr. Mack was recently married, and believe it or not, he married somebody named Alex Moses. So you got that right. Now we have two Alex Macks. So obviously that can be a little confusing, and I'm sure they get tons of jokes. It's probably irritating. In fact, I know it is because we talk about that in this podcast. Anyway, he was an early supporter of the show, as was his wife. You know, I'm having a hard time talking about these people without unique identifiers. I'm just going to use Alexander and Alexandra, because that's what their actual names are, just so you know who the heck I'm talking about. So Alexandra has been a friend of mine since she moved here in high school. So it's been a long time. Like, let's see, I graduated in 07. She moved here in like 05 or 06. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a long time. So we've known each other for a long time as well. And I wanted her to come on the show. She's been a really supportive friend throughout this whole project. And she's been giving me tips and listening to the show and giving me feedback. And, and it, it seems like it's honest feedback. It's not just sugar-coated bullshit. I actually feel like she's telling me the truth and that she wants the show to succeed. So she's, she's really helpful, and I've really appreciated it. That being said, she's also really interesting. She's a funny person. She's interesting. She's smart. And I thought she'd make a great guest for the show also. So I've been trying to get her to come on basically since March when Alex Mack, Mr., came on. She's a bit hesitant, a bit hesitant, but... Most of that was, I think, based on she's afraid that she wasn't going to like the way her voice sounds, which everyone feels like that. And a lot of people don't like the way their voice sounds because it doesn't sound like that in your head. But it's fine. I eventually got her to come on, and the day came, and she showed up, and Alexander was with her. 
and I wasn't disappointed or anything, but I was surprised. And so I'm like, well, well, shit, maybe she's nervous. I knew she was going to be a little nervous. So I thought maybe she's nervous. She needs her man here for some moral support. I'm okay with that. And I invited him in. I don't know if that was a mistake or what, but I figured, you know, she brought him. He's my buddy. She knows I'm not going to kick him out. If she needs him here, that's fine. If she doesn't, she'll tell him to leave. You know, that's what I figured. As the interview progressed, I started to realize that he was getting pretty comfortable, you know, and he's he's answering a lot of the questions. And this is starting to become a couple's interview, which is fine. I have no problem with that. I, I've never done it before, but I thought we'll give it a shot. We'll see how it goes. Double dose of Alex Mack. How could we go wrong? So we did the interview and it ended up being great. And I really liked it. So after we finished the interview, I started thinking about it and I realized like, oh man, I hope she didn't feel like I just kind of dropped the ball as a host. Because I didn't really, we didn't get super deep into her, you know. It was kind of, I don't know. It's the first time I've done a double interview and it was, I liked it. I actually enjoyed it. I had a good time and it sounded good. It sounded fun. It came out well. But it wasn't what we were going for, you know. So I invited her back and I said, hey, come back. Leave your husband at home, and we'll do another one. And I had originally planned to throw this one out and start over, but I just decided to listen through it just to see. what's What do we got here? And I liked it. I couldn't help myself. So I'm putting it out. This is episode 54. It is the second to last episode of season one, and episode 55 will be the season finale. If you enjoyed the show today, please head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening and leave me a review and a rating. I've been saying it for weeks and nobody's really doing jack shit. So you're probably thinking I'm talking to somebody else, but nah, motherfucker, I'm talking to you. Get up off your ass and go leave me a review. Stop freeloading. Come on. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I love you guys. So strap in, get ready for a double dose of Alex Mack. Two of my favorite people, big supporters of Ramble by the River, and a major source of support. I love these people. In a world where friends are hard to come by, these two are some of the best you can get. So without further ado, please welcome Mr. and Mrs. Alexander and Alexandra Mack. I could really use a change of scenery. Yeah. Everybody's smoking all the greenery. Yeah. Close the matches, they were handed down to me. But I'm still fly, I'm still fly, I know. I'm still fly, I'm still fly, let's go. It could all be worse, I could be a hater like you. It could all be worse. to make the man, but that poison's gonna kill you. Jeff, what? 
Sounds good. Been a while. Been, I think, what, we've seen you last weekend? <laughs> That's right. At the wedding. That's right. Which was a lot of fun. You did a fantastic job. How much you guys make your tips? Oh. Uh, More than you. I made zero. So. <laughs> um, your job's a lot harder than mine. Uh, I don't know. To sit down. Honestly, I it, I can guarantee it. My job was not hard. Well, yeah, but you've got a lot more. Uh, you have to stand up and make these big announcements. We just have to sit there and talk to these old raunchy women the whole time that want to talk about how they still have a Harry Bush, even though they were past 65. Nothing wrong with that. I was like, I'm, now I'm intrigued. I'd like to see what we're, what we're talking about. There's a, a good group of people there. Yeah, it, it was a good group. It was fun. Oh, yeah. I would have done it for free. Honestly, that was a, it was a good experience. I did lose my $100 extension cord, though. Ooh, so, was it a 100-footer? It was, yeah. Wow. It was. Didn't Melissa find her jacket? Yeah, she did. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. I actually don't remember the story of how she got it back, but I think she got it back. Yeah. Robin was concerned about that jacket. As she should have been. It was a nice jacket. That was <laughs> vintage denim. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Melissa was pretty concerned as well. Yeah. I'm not really into jackets as much as... Well, I, I wasn't into uh, Baby Shark. That was a, a request. Oh, it was. All the bad songs you heard, all requests. Request. We got a lot of them. Ryan Cadwell was there. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. He's pretty request happy. But he came up and he's like, hey, play this song. And he... And he's like, it's going to piss a lot of people off. <laughs> and I was like, well, hold up a second. Let me just double check. I'm going to Google this one. Ray's going to love it. Trust me. <laughs> he'll love it. I was like, I don't even really know Ray. So coming from me, I don't know if he'll love it. Um, I didn't play it. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, so you don't really know Ray. What about Allie? No. So how did you get the gig? Uh, they recruited me for my wow. obvious talents. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, Alex got recruited too. Well, I think Melissa recruited you. I think maybe you speak about that in one of your podcasts. So, well, yeah, yeah. They recruited me through Melissa. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Not to take... Lindsay Hilton asked Melissa, and she was like, hey, you want to be a DJ? I was like, yeah, I'll do it for $800. Because I thought that sounded like a crazy amount. They'd be like, yeah. we're not going to hire this guy who doesn't know how to do this for $800. Um, but they said yes. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't really want to actually do it. Yeah. Plus, I can't charge them $800. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I'll do it for four. Well, I don't want to you know, step on your toes or nothing, but they did ask me first. To be a DJ? Yeah, uh, Tony Creek kept coming up to me and said, Alex, how would you like to DJ that wedding? I know you got some uh, music equipment. And I said, uh, no, I don't want to do it. No, I have my own <laughs> wedding coming up, you know, and uh, there's a lot going on. And I'm like, well, let me think about it. You know, left him on the hook. Mm -hmm. Well, then he called again. He said, well, hey, we got to know. And I go, ah, uh, <laughs> no, man, I'm just not going to be able to make it. But then Alex gets offered to be the bartender and says, I need you as my bar back. So the universe wanted me there. You had to be there. And I I mean, I'm glad that you took that job because I would have been probably just sweating bullets. You know, that's why, like, pumping beer in the back, that's, I'm good at that, you know. Oh, yeah. But the DJing part, I'd have to make those big announcements. Oh, it's time for the ceremony. Nobody pays attention. Yeah, no, 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 nobody didn't pay any attention. <laughs> they don't give I felt for a second. I'm like, he's up there making the announcement. What's going I on? I wasn't making a big show of it. No. I, I wasn't trying to demand attention. I just wanted people to have the information. So I was I was just saying it. It's like, hey, you know, find your seats. Yeah. You rowdy motherfucker. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, they were rowdy. They were drinking before we got there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had to kick the groomsmen out and said, this is my station. Yeah. But I got, you know, it's cool being a part of the staff of the wedding you know it was fun yeah i, I legitimately enjoyed it yeah it plus was... i had people offering me drinks and food I, I probably had 30 women offer me a plate of food did you eat it 
Yeah, I did. That how once my wife offered it to me. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously, I'm not going to take it. For and I made you strange. a surprise drink. It was delicious. What was that anyway? Oh gosh, I think I put in a little she vodka. Has no idea. She's with... making it up. No, no, no. Vodka <laughs> and cranberry juice. Wounded soldiers. Pineapple. Seven up. You know, a little lime. It was good. I drank it. I drank yeah. it. I had. Yeah, I don't even remember what else I had. People were bringing me stuff. It was it was really good. Anything time. with pineapple juice. I mean, that cuts it. It makes it taste just like juice. So if you're someone who wants, I don't want to be able to taste the alcohol. Pineapple. No, I'm not that person. I don't mind the taste. You know? Me neither. It's not bad. But I do want to give uh, Corral a big old shout out. Uh, Ray, you know, congratulations. I see they're in Hawaii right now. Still banging the table, huh? Oh, yeah. Still doing the... Oh, yeah. Hawaii? Yeah. 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 I thought they were going to Mexico. Does the microphone pick that up? It does. Bro, oh, never. I'll stop. <laughs> I uh, also noticed uh, two shot glasses sitting over there, but not three. Oh, right on. Well, I got these. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Now we're talking. shot glass for a real man. <laughs> you say you can use that glass one. that Ned Bender was drinking out of? Yeah, it is. Well, that what an honor. Did oh, you hear how much Ned hesitated? <laughs> offered him the whiskey. He's like, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't want I, it. but he drank it. He did. Yeah, because I noticed a little swearing going on. In there. He was a great sport. Yeah. Oh, that was pure nerves. I make everybody nervous. Yeah, you know? I know. It's too. just that yeah. my vitality. I think. Oh yeah, no, it definitely does that. Uh, yeah. It's intimidating. You know, I get that a lot. I mean, we're both intimidated. Like right now, I mean, we don't know what to think. Right we had now. double up Alex just just <laughs> yeah. to get through it. No, Alex, she's been, she's been, I should let Alex. If you know that. Alex, Alex wanted to be here. Well, I hope so. He's my, <laughs> my old friend, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, well, honestly, uh, there was, your brother wanted me at his house too. Uh, he's got some uh, wood stove issues going on. He wants to install wood stove. He said, can you come over tomorrow? And I said, yeah, no problem. He's so rustic. Yeah, yeah. Gotta have a wood stove. Yeah. Does he not already have one in there? No. Wow, it's a big place. He's got a big old giant propane furnace thing that, Lights up a little fake fire and it doesn't. He really should do one of those like uh, communal, just like a fire pit in the living room, bust a hole in the ceiling, yeah. kind of like oh, a longhouse. Yeah, exactly. Like traditional. Yeah, and the smoke preserves all your wood inside, it keeps your skin fresh. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that good And stuff. you got a little nephew, Nash, on the way. Yeah, yeah I That's know. That's the name. Shout out Nash, the nephew. Yeah. That's actually a cool name. I love it. I like it a lot. I like a unique name. Is it Nash something Nesbitt? He's Nehemiah Nash. Right? Nash yeah. Nehemiah? Isn't Nehemiah in there? Oh, I don't know. I just saw like hashtag Nash and and that's where I got my information from. And I've been curious as to what the full name was going to be. I think Nehemiah. Nehemiah. Is, is, uh, is the first. Jedediah. Yeah. Wow, cool. Some, some unique names. Now, you're the fungi king, right? Are you, uh, I wasn't about king. Maybe it's kind of a baron. No, okay. That, that, right. Um, is it Chanterelle or Chanterelle? Oh, I say them both. Depends on how fancy I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. If I'm feeling fancy, I'll throw in the French. Yeah. Chantelle. Yeah. Like but even I, do it with that spittiness in the throat. Yeah. Chantelle. Yeah. yeah. I noticed a lot of people on YouTube saying that. I'm like, wow. Yeah, they really pronounce the Chanterelle. Yeah. You had yeah. Dr. Patton on here. I don't believe he said it that way. No, he says Chantrell. Yeah. But he also calls it Spartina. So who knows if he is. And you prefer Spartina. I generally do, but yeah. that's just because it's, you know, it's how it's. I talked to his daughter, right. Elisa, at the wedding and. I said, uh, what'd you think of uh, Kim's podcast? And she's like, oh, my God, what a dork. <laughs> and she just broke the whole thing down. I was like, wow, that was nice. I'm glad I didn't I'm like, well, I hope you didn't listen to my show. Oh, you're on there? And I said, yeah, if I don't, uh, you probably don't want to hear that That's one. exactly what I did to yours. And uh, she, uh, she's listening to it. It's, it's hard to, to take the criticism. It's so hard. It yeah. grows your worst critic. You know, It's true. 
Yeah, we watch The Voice, so we know all about critique, you know. And who's your favorite voice judge? Well, I'm, of all time, not just this season. I mean, of, oh, of all time, I'm still a Blake Shelton fan. Blake Shelton, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, no, I'm gonna have to go with Kelly Clarkson because she is so annoying, and I love it. She's very real, and her facial expressions are yeah. gold. She's just so real. But who am I kidding? I mean, I love them all, really. Right now, the Ariana Grande. I mean, Ariana. They got Ariana. Yeah, she looks wow. like a puppy dog. And this so was like cute. a new CeeLo Green. Yeah, yeah. Remember exactly. CeeLo? Oh yeah, he was on there. Oh yeah. Uh, but John Legend. I mean, nobody's classier than John Legend. The man, the myth, the legend. Oh yeah, he's great. Yeah, joint team legend. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, and we really like John. Adam Levine. Yeah, he's good. Is he still I there? Is he? I, I miss the banter between him and Blake. Remember when he was blonde for a while? Oh, he's yeah. always changing his hair color. Yeah, weird. he's very trendy. Uh, yeah. He honestly, though, he's been making quality pop music for like twenty-five years. Sure. Absolutely. He's one of my faves, but you know, he's gone. He I played some Adam at the wedding. I did. I did a little bit. And he was like country Jeffrey. selection. Yeah, that was all random. That was. Seven of those were any of your. You don't keep any of those on locked and loaded on your. Now I'll be completely honest with you. I think country sucks a bag of dicks. Oh, is that right? Yeah. No way. Mm -hmm. Okay, but explain yourself. Every anybody can say that they that so, they don't like something, but explain why it is that you don't like. Country. No, the truth is I don't. I like music in general. Music is music, but um, that is not something that that. I connect with well. A lot of, I, I just never have. My uncle and my dad they hate country music, That's true. and and so when we played at the job site, you know, it always pisses them off a little bit. You know, they just the way it sounds. It's, it's annoying. annoying. Yeah, they are annoyed by it for sure. Okay, so when I was a kid, thirteen, um, twelve, thirteen, basically my first job ever was my grandpa Stan. Remember him? Oh yeah. He has like a Cadillac convertible with big bullhorns or longhorns on the front. He always listened to country, obviously. Yeah. He, he had, Stand the man. Yeah, he, I mean, he wore the cowboy boots and he was a cowboy. And I, I had no problem with that, but I think I just associated it with like going to work and the dick nose glasses and the convertible and just mm -hmm. like, I it just made me not like it. Right, right. Yeah. See, I uh, associated it with uh, a job. Can I ask what dick nose glasses are? <laughs> Nobody's curious. <laughs> Oh yeah, dick and glasses. Dick nose glasses. Dick nose. Yeah, yeah. The uh, there was a prop. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, right. so you knew. You know. Uh, yeah. It's a, you know for the viewers out there, it's uh plastic fake glasses that don't like the work. like the disguise glasses that you'd see back yeah. in the day yeah. but with a fake nose on it and a mustache. Yeah. Except the the nose was a penis, um, and he'd have me wear these in the convertible, <laughs> just yeah. you know for humiliation's sake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck, <laughs> fuck country music. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I see why you didn't like my Blake Shelton uh, uh, judge when I when... No, I liked him. I like him. He's okay. He's great. He's a great host and judge. Oh, yeah. I think he owns the show. Does he really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's his show. I mean, that's why he's been there from the beginning and has had the most winners on his team. Well, yeah, he owns the shit, huh? He owns the shit. Also, I've never heard one of his songs or heard him sing. He doesn't... I don't even... I can't even picture him singing. Oh, my God. He's one of the best. He's one of the best. He has a killer voice. Good I bet. Range. I Good bet. Range. He's very famous. Now... He's like country is dumb as fuck, right? He's also in that category. The I bet he's just faking it. They like have you, you never seen him on Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon? No. Oh, he, he's always just poking him like you know because he's kind of a big idiot. I bet he's not really though. I mean, is he? He ate sushi for the first time on on Jimmy on Jimmy uh, Fallon. That upset me. And he finds out like, that what is this? He's all this oh, money and he's not even eating good food. He don't know. He didn't know a salt. He's like what do you say, rice? 
Rice wine. Yeah, Kentucky rice wine. Did he call it? Did he call it wine? Yeah, rice wine. Yeah, rice, rice, rice wine. wine. And, he, and the Jimmy said, "What? What'd you say? Rice wine, rice, rice wine." He says, "Say rice wine." He couldn't say it. Yeah. And so it's like maybe I don't know. I don't know. But if Gwen Stefani is with them, then maybe I saw on the the magazines they were on the rocks. Oh no. No, probably because he has a crush on Ariana. That explains our, everything. Our... Oh yeah. She looks like she's a small she girl, like him, a girl. She calls him a teenager. You know, so. That'd be kind There's of There's a little creepy, dynamic there. It's cute. They're both rich and famous. Yeah. yeah. He's probably banging them all. It's his show. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You see the chemistry there. Especially Kelly. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's get this show on the road, shall we? Let's do it. Okay, okay. Thank you guys for being here. We have in the studio today Alex Mack and Alex Mack. Have you changed your name? <laughs> no. Are you going to? Yes. Okay, well, we have Alex Mack and the future Mrs. Alex Mack. <laughs> She's already that, but... Not legally yet. Um, it's a pain in the ass to change your name, isn't it? There's a lot to to do, and I'm very much a procrastinator. Yeah. You might never do it, but people won't even know. <laughs> like, you just... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, it's not changing much. The, the initials are still the same, yeah. so... I think know. everybody would really think it was funny if you changed your name to hers. Sure. And then you were then Alex Moses from now on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Mr. Moses, it's kind of a cool name. I'm sure you've heard that probably 25 times already. Oh, yeah. So yeah. many times. Yeah. Well, God, what's the jo what are the jokes you guys hear incessantly that you hate already? Oh, just um, saying, hey, Alex. Mostly, hey, Alex. And then uh, we'll, we'll turn go. around and they'll be like, see, I told you. And Alex squared always comes up, no matter who you meet. You think you're creative by coming up with it. It's not mathematically accurate. <laughs> yeah. You're Alex plus Alex, not Alex yeah. times Alex. That's it's right. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I know. But it's amazing from how many different groups of people that one comes up, they're like, oh, I'm going to call you Alex Squared. It's like, yep. Of yep. course you are, you dipshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't expect any less. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's uh, interesting sharing the same name with somebody, uh, the exact same name. Um, but I was thinking about this. Now, tell me if you've heard this already. Xander and Zandra. That's cool. The parts of your names that are actually different. Well, Alexandra and Alexander. Yeah, that's but, what I mean. Which is our real names, but I actually like Xander's. Xander and Xandra are fucking dope names. Uh, Xander is on, if we were to ever have babies, mm -hmm. on the potential name list. With an X? Do you spell it that way? How do you spell I that word? I do think it's with an X, which would be really cool, because we had cool. X's are not our name, and I just always thought that was a unique letter. Yeah, you guys should have X's in all your family names. That would yeah. be really cool. Yeah, like Felix. Yes, Felix is one of that's that's <laughs> one of my names on the list. I've always loved that name because oh, yeah. of Felix the cat. That's Remember right. that little scamp? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Had yep. so many adventures. <laughs> I really loved that. It was like old silent cartoon, right? When uh, I was a little kid, it was. Is this silent? I think so. The older ones. I, I have an image in my head of a Felix the cat on like a a Martian planet, and they're they had like it wasn't silent. They had like noises, but they couldn't talk. It was like a, a one of those uh, old films where they like they. In between the clips of the video, there's like a screen where it has the words on it. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, oh yeah. 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 It was one of those. Oh, man. And it was really good. I think Jules and Layla have a Felix. Who's that? They're the owners of Salt Pub. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Canadians. Gotcha. Little cute Felix boy. They've got a great Cubano. They do. It's delicious. Oh, yeah, the Cubano. I've also heard the Chowder Stop has a good Cubano, although I have not had it. Mm. Yeah, they've got good, some good chowder. Their burgers are good, too. I went there the other day. I eat a lot of restaurant food. I love eating. Me, too. 
Yeah. Cool. It's like yeah. my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, we ate pretty good last night. We had a Oktoberfest party at our uh, mm -hmm. my dad's shop, and a bunch of family came down. We had pretzels and big old Frank sausages and nice. all the goodie. I like your foam roof here. Thank you. Will you scoot a little closer together? Oh, man. I, I have it sit next to her. She's doing really good leaning in towards <laughs> the mic. She's, you're nailing it. I'm Thank good. You. <laughs> it's not easy. Like, it's not natural to know exactly how to do it. Also, those headphones are, are good if, if you want to wear them. I have been dying to put these on. I did want to make Alex feel left out. Well, I, I wasn't planning on being here, so if I'm good at beer, can you whip my whistle, my friend? Absolutely. <laughs> this is a, a Bib and Tucker, age six years. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I prefer a 12, age 12 year, but that's cool, you know. We're just, it's the oldest one they had. Is that right? No. No. <laughs> Come on. It's the oldest one I could afford. Um, Would you like some ice? No, thanks. This reminds me of Disneyland. Oh, yeah? I went there once when I was about... That's high praise. 12, and I was in this 3D, you know, and you're in the sea, and it does the buzzing, and, and it gets oh, yeah. crazy. It was the beginning of all this 3D stuff, and... Do you want some? Por favor. Do you want a shot or a, or a drink? You can just put, put it in this bad boy. And... And this is just kind of the sound effects that it has. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that's the first memory that pops up when I put these bad boys on. <laughs> the ride that like pumps the smells and stuff into. Have you been on that one? Uh, no, that was the last that's time cool. I've ever been on a ride like that. We went to Disneyland uh, 2017 to conceive Amelia. Figured the happiest place on earth would do the trick. They say that if you do it in a stressful environment, the baby will have a lot of stress growing up. So that makes total sense. My life is a stressful environment. Yeah. <laughs> Salud. Yeah, Salud. right? Salud. May the gods keep the wolves in right the Right on top of your laptop. In our beds. Perfect. <laughs> Shout out CJ Hawkinson. Is that right? It's from the movie Troy. Oh, great movie. I think. So with Brad Pitt? Yeah. Yeah, he's a badass. How old was that? Was it a sin to shoot it? It's a Probably. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Whoops. I'm going to savor the I like flavor it way better, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That burns good. Hard alcohol is hard to drink. I see why they call it that. Shit is gross. I almost brought a handle of tequila to set on the table. And every time you say crypto or Bitcoin. I have I've been going out of my way to not say it as much, especially because Ned was here last week. And oh, I, yeah, I knew we were going to. Well, you know, what? I really do enjoy it. You've brought so much knowledge into my life about crypto and throughout your podcast. I am genuinely less irritated than I was in the beginning. And I hope Good. that I can say that as a real consumer of your content. Absolutely. Well, cause I can feel that from, I don't even know how, but I feel, cause no one's ever said shit about it, mm -hmm. but I can just tell from the people who talk to me about the podcast that none of these people are talking to me about crypto mm -hmm. and I still talk about it all the time. <clears throat> so I'm like, well, inevitably some of these people, inevitably some of these people will be irritated. No, um, more people buy crypto though, right? the stock should go up, right? Yeah. So, and, and I understand once you're on board with crypto, it makes sense to spread it, you know, get a little even yeah, it about does. it. Be like, let's, let's, because the more... Dear, that wasn't necessarily an invitation to talk about it. Oh. I just wanted to put it out there. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It was one of my ideas. You brought it up. Show. And I we know. just, like, launched right in. We were about to start yep. talking about yep. the spread. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep this man on you know, track. The thing about being an early adopter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's cool. I've, I've learned a lot. And Ned is someone that I look up to. And, and I think he's, you know, kind of a 
average guy. And it's cool to see how much he knows about it and how interested he is in it. And yeah, just a good guy. You're a good guy. And, and it's good to get other people's opinions on it. And I just thought it was really neat that he knew so much. He knows a lot. Yeah. He's been into it longer than I have. I know. Yeah. He's, he's very into it. The first time I started talking to him about it, so I like pull up to the dump and I was on my phone looking at the crypto numbers and I was all excited. And I'm like, Ned, you see the Bitcoin prices this morning? And he's like, yeah, of course I did. I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah. I was like, you have some crypto? He's like, oh, I got a little bit. Oh, my I got gosh. a little bit. Yeah. Like, uh, and ever since then, we talked about it every time we see each other. That was a couple years yeah. ago. Lucky. Well, the Mac brothers are going to challenge the Bittner brothers in an old, old fashioned duo. We were. <laughs> oh, man. I, no, I that definitely. That would be a mistake. Yeah, I'll take winner. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't put money on that one. <laughs> yeah, that um, that little segment, he would not would not say anything about like beating down some brothers. Uh -huh. He just didn't want to do it. I He's a very it. respectful guy. Oh, yeah. Um, several of my bits didn't work with Ned. He's too sharp. Cop, caught me. And like, also, I was nervous because it's like he's my football coach. Yeah, he's coach. Yeah. So like the, in the very beginning, like I we weren't even sure what kind of a podcast it was going to be yet. And I was making him do this oath thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, I thought that he was going to refuse outright, like right away. So I didn't actually even have anything prepared. And he just started doing the oath. I was like, you're just going to give away your legal liability like this. And he just trusted me. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh shit. Can't, he also can't didn't do it. choose his favorite athlete, nope. which um, oh. I vote Eddie Nick as well. I, I kind of think it's, it, I, it would have to be between Eddie, Laney, uh, Anna Kitzman. And these are just people from our, our era. I'm sure he's got a lot more Best choices. Era. But, um, yeah, both the Kitzmans actually pretty good. Um, Hilton. He had a lot of good athletes. You, myself. <laughs> uh, Definitely not me. Did he coach you? He did. Yeah, yeah you were ninth, ninth yeah. grade? Yeah. Yeah. He, but then I, I kind of quit the team and, you know. My first didn't memory of Alex was at a yeah, football no. game. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he yeah, came up behind in, me in the audience than I did <laughs> than I did on the field. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's more fun. Yeah, yeah. I don't no, know. I, it's probably not if you're good at football. I mean, I liked football for middle school and yeah, it was okay. freshman year, but then I took oh, I took sophomore and junior year off. Then I think I played again senior year. Did you? Mm -hmm. I can't remember. No, maybe oh, maybe not. Oh, your senior so. year was my junior year. <laughs> I met you in the stands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a short-lived career. I remember seeing you and Colton in the stands and being like, man, they should really be down here with us. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it was, um, I think we were a losing team at that time. And I just like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to join that. Oh, you wanted to play for the winning That's streak. right. If we were doing good, put me in, coach. Wrong team. <laughs> yeah. No, I just remember one time getting put in. Uh, I can't remember where we were, but my, Mike Patterson, well, he got pulled out because he hurt himself, and they put me in. I'm like, if he hurt himself, then what? I'm not going to do any better. He was bigger <laughs> than me at the time. And then I went in there. I remember just crushing my thumb right right away. I was like, oh man, lineman, smash fingers oh, all the time. Yeah, never ends. Yeah, but I, I liked what you were trying to get out with the maybe the head injuries, and oh, it was yeah. something we didn't really think about too much then. You no. know, and now it's like, well, maybe this is the sport's a little aggressive. Have you ever been knocked out by a head injury? Uh, no. Have you? No. Really? No. I feel like most people have. I got a good softball to the kidneys once. That Ouch. Bad. That sounds like it would hurt. Yeah. I've been knocked out a couple times. 
You mean cold out, like you couldn't... You like, like hit the head, and then you kind of come to a second later, but not... And be like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Ooh. I actually, it happened twice in the same year. I I did a head-on with Jeff Hilton at football camp, and that, I was out for just a second. And then uh, RJ Jameson in baseball, like the <laughs> next spring. Mm-hmm. Both of us run at full speed to catch a pop fly, and both of us dove. He was playing center, <laughs> and I was playing left field. And we just collided in midair. Yeah, but he was he was very. I wish we would have had a camera phone. Yeah, then I could see <laughs> see what actually happened because I didn't really remember it very well. But um, yeah, RJ broke his neck one time. Oh from, yeah, you said that. Yeah, it's a name you haven't heard in a long time either. RJ, he's, he's still around here, right? I don't know. I don't know either. I feel like I saw him actually recently, but you know we were wearing our COVID masks, and I'm like, that's there's a good chance that's RJ, but. I would I would recognize him. I think I yeah. I could picture what he'd look like as a thirty three year old man. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's not that much about different. the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, anyways, the Alexes are here. We're in the house. That's right. That's right. So you guys are are some of my favorite people to have as guests because you actually listen to the show. So I, it's not like most. I think most of the guests probably don't listen to much of it, if if any of it. Oh, yeah, Jeff Hilton in here. He has no idea what the fuck's yeah, going on. Rude. Jeff, I have listened to almost every episode twice. I, I appreciate that a lot. And as a thank you, I'd like to give you a free subscription to the Patreon. So you get all the bonus content well, as well. Thank you, Jeff. So that was going to get brought up in this podcast is that I have downloaded the app. Mm-hmm. I have wanted to become a member. I want to support you. I want to be like the top tier Ram fam. And well, now you get to do it for free. But well, but I downloaded the app and everything and I searched for you and I couldn't find you. And really? Alex did the same thing. And that's mm-hmm. the only reason that that's deterred us from actually I've being members. And so, yeah, I wanted you to kind of help me um, totally figure will. that out. At, probably if you go through finished. a browser, it probably will work and register on a computer mm-hmm. and then download the app and sign into the app. Mm-hmm. I would guess that would work. Oh, okay. But I downloaded the app and then started looking for you. I don't know. But yeah. I would, and I was getting really frustrated. That is up. that is frustrating. But you're not but, taking uh, cash contributions of any kind? You can hand me cash anytime you want. I know that. Right, now we're talking, you know. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we want that subscription, though. We want that. We want to, you know. Yeah. No, you guys can have it. There was a podcast that came out. We had no access to it. And we were left. Luckily, you got Fancy Frenchies? Send me a message. I'll just send you the file. Oh. oh. I'll give it to my friends for free. That's, yeah. Well, and I think you can use this information to help other people who might be going through the same issue that I am. Yeah, exactly. See, I didn't even know that. Melissa had a similar problem, and I was just like, go through the browser. That is probably the the ticket. And I know other people have been doing it, so I know it's possible. I just personally was having troubles. Mm -hmm. We personally were having troubles. Yeah, because we both did us separately. And I was like, I tried it. I couldn't figure it out. I gave up. I'm like, I'll hit him up. How many Alex Max does it take to sign into Patreon? Yeah, yeah isn't that sign cool? That oh, sign is amazing. Kelsey. It's yeah. Amazing. This really, really. This is my first time seeing a piece of her work up close. It's so sharp. Clean, yeah. yeah. Really clean and sharp and just, and she painted it Are too. you going to put a frame around it? I should, huh? Yeah, I almost think it'd be cool, like in a shadow box. Yeah, it would be cool in a shadow box. There's not a lot of wall space in here. I just set it right there because I'm like, all right, that's the spot where it'll be in the pictures. This room is oh, yeah. a little bit smaller than I was imagining. I've seen several photos of it actually, and the size is deceiving. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the expansive mountain view. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Everyone really? likes to tell you how cool it is, and it 
And it is, but obviously you did it yourself. Yeah. yeah You're like, did you do it? No, it's did like, you hire it's like uh, no, it's tape. It's cute. I love it. Yeah, thank you. That was the most fun part. Like just fantasizing about what the podcast would be and out here by myself just taping and painting. It took like two weeks and I was just like manic about it. Um, I've listened to your first podcast with Jeff Hilton, I think, four times. Really? Yeah. That one most listened to episode. Is our, still our most listened to episode. That's deep. I wonder how many times now. It's still not crazy amounts, but um, yeah. I have a bunch of Jeff episodes that we never put out that I probably never will, actually. But Did you see that Jeff finally showed face at the end of the wedding? Yes, and I got a story from him about what was going on he had a a date in between so he showed up early at the wedding he was there for the ceremony he didn't and bring the date to the wedding no yeah no. too soon too soon couldn't well, handle it he looked very handsome when he yeah he, back. he's wearing that really nice material shirt that he has yeah, for wedding his like wedding a shirt Disney prince like he looked he's like... all sweaty and shit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he came up for some liquid courage. I made him a whiskey ginger. He said that he had never had one. I That's said, a great well, podcast. Here you go. Shout out to Andrew Santino. <laughs> it really is. I love yeah. that podcast. Um, <clears throat> what other podcasts do you guys listen to? Honestly, Jeff, you're my only podcast. Thank you. I've listened to one of Chelsea Handler's just because I thought Trash. that I enjoyed her books and that she's a little raunchy and I think she's fun that I would like it, but I actually found it a little obnoxious. And then I have also listened to a couple of Joe Rogan's with Alex, you know, just YouTube surfing. Those are good. Mm -hmm. Bit long. Oh, wait, long. Yeah, that's why just little clips of them. We just normally YouTube the little clips. Do you ever listen to the full episodes or watch the full episodes? Uh, it takes a full day. I don't. I, I've never watched one, but I've listened to like the beginning of one. I'm like, it, it took so long and just the intro. I just I kind of gave up. I was like, oh, no wonder I just YouTube. This isn't a podcast, but someone else that I follow, and the only other person that I follow is Bailey Sarian. I don't know. And she's Murder Mystery Makeup Monday. <laughs> I know some of you girls out there know that, and some of you fellows too. Is that a Facebook thing? YouTube. It's a YouTube, YouTube thing. And she's become viral, and she's just a, a great like makeup artist. She's, she does a lot of stuff with celebrities, and now she has like Murder History Thursday or something. I think like I know that. who you're talking about, actually. Yeah. She like so does her makeup cool. while she's telling about a story. Yeah. And a lot of stories. people started doing that after her, but she is like the original. She's she did it on one of her YouTubes and then she realized that she was getting hit on that. And she was like, mm -hmm. Oh, I found a niche that that's a thing. Other people will and that other people started following her, but still she's ruling that area. It makes a lot of sense. It combines two really huge Podcast slash video wine? areas. Like, girls like that. Yeah. Makeup, <laughs> murder, and wine. Yeah. I don't even wear makeup anymore. And I'm still just like, oh my gosh, she looks so good. What is it about that? Like, I've seen those videos and they're, they are, they're kind of like, you can Happy. sit there and watch, like, oh wow. It's the transformation. Yeah. The ones that I like are when it, like, they make themselves look like other people. Like, this little Asian woman all of a sudden looks like, you know, Lieutenant Dan of Forrest Gump, Gary Sinise. Or totally, or whoever, yeah, That's Gary crazy. Busey, whoever called artists, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not to mention she's easy to look at. 
<laughs> no, she's got plump lips, dark hair, cheekbones for days. The Instagram look. It's yeah. a good storyteller. Absolutely. She's a good storyteller. We all want to look the same now, don't we? What, do you think if they, like, plucked a person from the year 2000 out of, I mean, or like 100 people, and then they surveyed them about beauty, that they would score noticeably different than people from today? Ooh. Because of the Instagram influence? Absolutely. Eyebrows, for instance. What's the difference? Eyebrows are much thicker than they used to be in the mm, I like them thick. I like them thick, too, because personally, I've always had thick eyebrows. My mom used to say, don't ever pluck your eyebrows. You look just like Brooke Shields. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, she's got caterpillars over her eyes. Like, those are beasts. And little did I know that in the future, I would be very trendy. Yeah. Also, keep the dust out of your eyes, right? That's what they're the for. The sweat? Yeah. Yeah. Is that really what they're for, do you think? Um, Otherwise, why just that strip? The expression because we like oh yeah they're communicators too yeah. that kind of stuff is weird thinking about like why we have certain features <laughs> as a species yeah. like, like why do you, what mustaches i mean my god the the guys who grow just a mustache and they can't grow a good beard that's the weird those are the guys you got to watch because you can't really trust them yeah well it's poor girls we grow mustaches too mm -hmm. it's not fair not as thick though <laughs> no <laughs> sometimes they're edgy, but... Uh, That's one thing you got to wonder when you see, you know, a beautiful woman that has a full mustache, like unkempt, full, and just this lovely sunflower of a woman is just going on with her life and doesn't even seem to care or notice. What do you make of that? Is she? Do you think she just doesn't know or she's used to it? Is it like when a guy can't tell he stinks because he's just used to the smell? Well, I think she believes, you know, God made her beautiful the way she was. And she's right. You know? Yeah, it's like, I same with the really yeah. hairy arms, too, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, eh. But can you imagine having to shave your arms? Yeah, that'd be terrible. Can you imagine having arms stubble? That'd be terrible. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And once you shave once, you know what they say. Oh, yeah, it grows back. It, it's just like crazy. <laughs> I think it's a unique sense of self-confidence, and I wish more of us could find that within and not care. Yeah, Maybe. <laughs> We wish more women had mustaches. <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, I wish we didn't have them at all, but at the same time, I wish that I could not care, you know? Yeah. You guys can't Katie. see at home, but I was vigorously shaking my head. <laughs> you really was. I, I do not it's agree. <laughs> I think that people should try to look good. It's, it's nice. Like, I can't do all the work. <sighs> so hard in this world. That's true. Yeah. I remember one time at the breakfast table, Alex's aunt looked over at me and got these wide eyes and she goes, Alexandra, you don't shave your armpits? Cultural <laughs> <laughs> differences. lazy Alex. Uh -huh. And I look up and I was like, eh, guess not. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. Like, I, feel, I guess I'm just getting real comfortable with this family. See, that's not one that bothers me. I like. She it's... was so proud. Oh, she was proud. She wasn't aghast. No, no, okay. she was like well, coming from- girls like, will have yeah, I was going to say, Europeans, European. she should know. Oh, yeah. She was just so proud. She was like, you don't shave your armpits? Like, it was like a, like an approval rating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I think that's fine. You know, as long as I don't have to look. From what I understand, the, the German boys, they all shave. And the German girls, they all grow out and it's all good over there. You got to cuddle for warmth. <laughs> that's right. Remove all your natural hair. <laughs> you know, uh, the bush is okay. Yeah, it's all okay. I honestly... 
the with no, all jokes aside, I think people should just do what they're comfortable with. If if you like having it, it's not affecting your world. There are certain situations where the way you look affects other people too much, and you have to just like go with the flow to get along. But that's why we get frosted tips. You know, we just <laughs> want to be part of the cool kids club. I brought my mom to the pickled fish once, and never again. That was too much for her. Really? Yeah. Too trendy. Too trendy. Hipsters. Too many tattoos. Everything in here is rusty. Too many piercings. Mm. She's old school. Yeah, she doesn't. Oh, it's different, so she doesn't like it. I cut her off yeah. after one glass of champagne and got her out there. She was like, "Why do they look like that?" And I'm like, "Why would you say something?" Why is like my that? champagne being served to me in a tin jar? <laughs> you know, why did you get natural tips when you have already naturally highlighted beautiful tips? Well, it was a time crunch thing. Mm -hmm. See, I didn't have time for the sun in to take full effect. I get you. You know, plus it's hard to, to localize the sun in because it's just a spray. You know, it right. just right. it gets the whole loaf of hair. Mm -hmm. But you know, those frosted tips, you get that tinfoil working. <laughs> that cooked hair smell. We've got oh all yeah, that cooked hair smell. I loved the segment where you got really vulnerable about having Eminem hair. Yeah, yeah. That was after the And thinking tips. that people were going to think that you were trying to look like Eminem and how... Just a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, when we're young like that, like, it's just so... I was just talking about that yesterday, how... Well, because my kids are in middle school now, and I was like, middle school's fucking horrible. The worst years of my life. And they're like, it's fine. I don't mind it. I was like, oh, well, you are good looking, and you have money, and you're smart, and yeah. friends, and all that, so I... Whatever. You guys don't know. <laughs> is it bullying, like, not as cool anymore? I think that they, it's frowned upon now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I even remember the kids, not at Owaka, but at Ari Long, the underclassmen, the sophomores, you know what I'm saying, below us, they were just nicer to each other. And mm -hmm. they had a better sense of like all being one group. Whereas like we had this group and this group and this group. And sometimes we mingled, but. It was pretty clicky. It was very clicky. Oh, speaking of mingling groups, where did I put those? I found some pictures the other day from both of you are in them. It's like a stack of old pictures. I'm going to grab them. Oh, good. Oh, hey, Jeff, can you hear me? Yeah, I can You know what was on my list? I want a, a, a glass of tea and I do take honey. <laughs> I noticed that you've always offered other people tea, and I didn't get a tea today. Oh, and something else that was on my list of things to talk about was at the team rally wedding, I met Jeff's mom, Liz Hilton, from episode 28, and I had a lovely time talking to her. I really enjoyed her podcast. Oh, and Jeff's dad, Ron. Awesome, Jeff's dad, Ron. Yeah, but I really enjoyed her podcast in particular because I happen to share something in common with them that I think is pretty unique, which is living at a funeral home. I don't think a lot of kids get to share that experience. It's something that Jeff Hilton and I um, can kind of reminisce about here and there, and I got a few minutes to talk to her at the wedding about some of those memories and... Um, just thanked her well, for creating man. such an awesome son, but... You lived at a funeral home? <laughs> totally. What? When? Why? Uh, why? My mother and father worked there, and my cousin owned Evergreen Steeple Funeral Chapel in Vancouver. And I've seen dead people. I've seen them in fridges. I've seen them on embalming tables. I've seen them in caskets. And often when I tell people about that, they go... 
Oh, that makes so much sense. Really? The go-to joke, right? Yeah. Fire. And yeah, so it was just so cool to meet her because as a fan of your show, I got to meet, finally meet her. Jeff was one of our uh, groomsmen at our wedding and I've never met his parents and it was just nice to put that voice and that face together. That's right. Oh, Anna. Hello, look Anna at you Kitzman too. and I were inseparable. I remember. Oh, you guys look so cute. Yeah, she was, she was a bad bitch. Oh, Josh Dale. <laughs> Yep. He's getting ready to box you. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> Josh Dale in his boxing gloves. And I'm sitting there wearing uh, my art long hair. Oh, there's Jake. I have a couple good memories of Jake from high school. We were playing this game where at school they had like a t-shirt that was in a brick of ice. I remember this. And he was like sitting there just yeah, the pushing the ice. cube of ice on my back and it hurt so bad, but it was also like, I was always into that. Like I wanted to participate in and be a part of things. And I just remember that was one of those vivid memories of Jake and I, where he's just scratching this cube, this block. I bet they don't do that anymore. I don't think so. Like here, melt this with your bodies. Like the, yeah, have this chick take her, practically take her yeah. shirt off. And rub some ice on it. They're on the warmest spots you can find. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Matt. Cute. And Eddie's in the background. Looks very surprised. <laughs> Do you guys remember when Eddie laid out Sarah Morris at a pep assembly? <laughs> no. She was shooting a three at a class competition, and he went up to block her and just plowed through her. There's a photo. Is there a photo? There I thought there was, photo. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Sarah Morse was at the wedding. Shout out Sarah. Yeah, like shout Sarah. out Sarah. There's She's the phlebotomist. Get your Mac tool sweatshirt on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Jeff, I also have another story. Tell me if I'm getting too random here. No, no, go for it. But wow, sorry. you guys hear that? Yeah, the wind's crazy right now. The story was, I'm a junior at Iwako, and for those of you who don't know, I'm from all over. I think I've switched schools 10 times. And my junior year, I was at Owaco High School. And in the beginning of the school year, Mr. Trudell had us write a letter to ourselves that we could open after we graduated. I knew that I would not be coming back to Owaco after my junior year. I was going to go back to RA Long in Longview and graduate there where I had started high school. So Trudell agrees to give me this letter that I had written myself. And little did I know, I had opened it and it says something, I wish I could find it, but it says something along the lines of, I met this really nice guy today. He had blonde hair and blue eyes and he shook my hand and his name was Jeff Nesbitt. Oh. What a Where nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that I had fancied you that much on the first day of school. And I do remember you introducing yourself and being such a gentleman and just kind of being a, a representative of the school, I would say. I was in ASB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know I, I really enjoyed yours and Madeline's episode where you talk about a little friendly competition and always being voices of the students. Oh, yeah. Most of that's a joke. 
Like, uh, that's true. Well, yeah, but if it was an actual competition, oh, I would lose. <laughs> so it has to be a joke. Of course. Because yeah. she's like a really high performing person. Um, plus, I love Madeline. I want her to succeed. It can't be a real competition because then I'd have to wish her to not have success. But totally. no, I remember when you came to the school pretty well, actually. Um, yeah, I, every time there's a new girl in school, I was going to try to make friends. Oof. But I'm glad that I'm glad I made a good impression. That makes yeah. me feel good. Yeah. I feel like your hair was longer at the time. And it was long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you came in your sophomore year? Junior. Junior year. Oh, so it might have been. I don't know. Oh, the shag was totally in that year. I feel like everyone's hair was a little bit on the yeah. on the rough side. It was pretty bad. It was really bad, actually. I, I Those pictures, I was just pulling out. There's a lot of those. There's... <laughs> Benny had a pretty good shag going on too here. Oh, big bad Benny me. Yeah. Peaches. Yeah, peaches. <laughs> See, that's a good example of uh, a time when like bullying was kind of used for good. We did call him Peaches, but he was our friend and we treated him well and like he was included in everything and um I, I let him live in my house for a while. Like he was he was a good friend. But yeah, we did dude. make him use Princess Peach character Mario Party. <laughs> yeah, I was part of hazing to get into my freshman year. And I was also part of hazing to get freshmen into our school. And it created a very unique bond between those kids that bared it and those who did not. Yeah, it's weird how that works. Penny like pushers. The what? Penny pushers. What is that? You never made a person shove a penny down the hall with their nose? No, I never have. Uh, I, I want to learn. I, don't, I want to know more about. What's at the end of the hall? Embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're mean. Mm-hmm. We're just showing her our love in a very strange way. Yeah, I have a feeling that that is going to get confused more and more and more until eventually people aren't even going to remember. Because it's it's like so frowned upon now in, in any way, shape, or form, the hazing thing. But mm-hmm. there, like, there are some kind of cool parts about uh, like initiation rituals. Absolutely, even though they can yeah. be, they can get. We had weird the paddle quickly. stick, and everyone oh. got paddled, and then all, like, I remember all the boys got a cigar afterwards. Wow! Yeah, so we never got anything that official. That, that sounds, sounds fun. That sounds all right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. We were the year of the haze, though. Really, I mean, you think about it. I have some old video. Um, of of a basketball game from Hilltop, and the amount of slander that oh, went through no, out like bad. I don't look at even any names, but they're all on there, and it's just like holy crap, we were terrible. I like kids would yell in front of people's families and everything. <laughs> it's terrible as like, kids. Yeah. yeah. Well, what were you guys in middle school or early yeah. high school? Middle school. Yeah. Because the games were at Hilltop still. The basketball. And there's game. some big names saying these bad things. Really. But it was just yeah. the stuff that was coming Shout out. Shout them out. Who is it? Who is it? But no, Amy Lee back was Amy Lee <laughs> uh, Everything she said was true. Bethany. Oh, yeah. No, she was a truth teller. Bethany Heimbigner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know all of these people. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, you know you a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so, I mean, I was looking at this thinking, like, wow, this, it's, I mean, it's good. It's good history there, but, you know, I'm glad it's not like that. Get anymore. out your computer, do some canceling. Yeah, that was bad. Like, don't <laughs> say any of those things anymore. No, not cool. Yeah. I remember I had a roommate, um, Elena. You remember Elena? Yeah. Yeah, she she was in early childhood education. And 
she got me out of saying the R word. Oh, yeah. Both Robin and I, we we were all roommates, and I didn't realize how offensive or just not right it was to use that word. So I guess that's one of those, like, politically correct things that I have corrected over the years. I, I rarely ever say that word. I mm-hmm. And when I hear it be, being used, I cringe a little bit, but then I can laugh about it in certain scenarios when we're talking about high school and just how comfortable we were, were saying retarded and gay everything's gay like, oh that's gay <laughs> so gay <laughs> how everything was so gay and i'm just so excited that i have a better vocabulary now. yeah and we could still say that one but it just has to be about something that's gay that's right I, totally like, yeah and you early, can't say it with the stain. letters they're then oh like a, on the two guys on one harley that's gay that's gay <laughs> that's kind of gay yeah but that's okay but it's all good, you know. They love each other. They're embracing each other. What's wrong with it? That's right. Get used to it. I think you guys talk a little bit about that on the Colton Chalker episode. Oh, really? You're like talking about it's raining men. Oh, God, I hate that part. He's like, oh, what was that? I couldn't believe I left that in. I meant to cut it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that gave me anxiety for like two weeks. What was it in the Andrew episode that was didn't that show come down for a hot second and you told all of us like get your listening i don't remember apple podcast had like taken it down or i don't remember what happened with that one honestly the first six months pretty much every week i'd post these and then have a panic attack yeah um for like the whole week until it was like wednesday and i was like i gotta post another episode i just and then i would completely stop thinking about that and focus on the new one and be like oh man this is gonna be good <laughs> and I'm like ah oh, this is some hot content oh yeah and then i would uh, post it and be like what the fuck have i done why hey well thank you for your service though i mean oh it's been great because I, I mean i could handle it but i love the i love the show i've you know? always tried to be there reassuring you when i thought you something. have helped so much Thank you. That's honestly it has been a huge help. And I say that on the show all the time. Like, tell me what's like what you think about this because <laughs> I need some feedback. Otherwise, I'm just putting it out there and seeing these the numbers on the screen. I'm like, these are all people listening. Nobody's saying anything. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, they might all hate it. They might all not care at all. Uh, but yeah, it's it's it can be a little bit taxing on the old stress system. Mm. But yeah. Yeah, I know I can do a better job on social media putting your content out there, but I do know in my heart that I tell a lot of people about your show and I try to keep in contact with you on a personal level whether it's through Instagram or personal texting my thoughts usually I've had a few people who do it and you've been the most helpful and the most consistent so thank you I really really do appreciate it we look forward to it honestly our Saturday routine is almost always you know Mm -hmm. get up Bang, have some coffee, and listen to Ramble by the That's a great weekend. That's a great great weekend. And then we clean together, you know? We're doing the dishes. We're vacuuming. And you're there with us. Usually put on the Ramble before or after the bang. (laughs) Well, I have to do it before just for a kickstart. (laughs) We had to put you on pause. Okay. okay. I'll take it. Yeah, but yesterday I couldn't believe that your show was over. I was like, man, I'm happy we finished cleaning the bathroom. I've been cleaning for two hours, and I just Mm -hmm. wanted more content. So I just go back and listen to some some old stuff. The other day I drove to Tacoma, and you were in my car the whole way there and the whole way back. I love that. (laughs) Me too. I enjoyed listening to people I know and people in the community that I don't know. And as you're getting new 
audiences and, and, and new guests and listening to people who I thought I wouldn't enjoy. I think one of my thoughts to you one day was, okay, who was, who was the eyebrow, the eyebrow lady? Um, Oh, uh, Ricky. Ricky. I was really hesitant to listen to that episode. I didn't know Stranger. who Ricky was. She's from Astoria. It mm-hmm. was pretty much your first like non-local on there. And I cried three or four times during her episode. She's pretty good. She was enlightening. She was breathtaking. She made me smile. She made me go through all the emotions. And I just, I don't know what it was, but I got down with that episode. She's it? also really brave. Like you said, she was from out of town, but she came in here and was totally vulnerable. It was really, that was a fun episode. And she has continued to stay in touch too. Um, so she's another one of the people that who I really appreciate. Me. Yeah. yeah, she's, she's a genuinely nice person. Journaling and just being really mindful. And mm-hmm. it does, it makes total sense that she's sitting there being a supporter. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Shout out, Ricky. Shout out, Ricky. Shout I don't out. know you, but I'd love to meet you. She's cool. Yeah. On the on that note, I, I've written I've written down a couple things. Um, I have like a couple other shout outs. Um, Kelly Jacobson, if you're listening, I'm a big fan, and I think you should start your own podcast. Me too. I'll help. Yeah. She had mentioned that something about education in 50 states. Yeah. So we actually have. Um, and Kelly, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry I haven't got you the KidCast edited yet. But honestly, I just haven't had time. I'm doing this podcast and it's, it's very busy and I have a full-time job. But the I still have all the recordings and I'm, I'm, I will get it done. But I just have to wait till my break, which comes up pretty soon. This is the last episode of season one. And then, uh, and then that's it. Then I'm going to take a month off and just come back in January. Super. Yeah. Good for you. It'll be good. Give me a little break. You I don't know. remember what I was talking about. Yeah, well, also that. what I wanted oh, yeah, to say Kelly. to Kelly was, um, I think you're a Boston badass. I think this about a lot of teachers because as a waitress at the Rue, you know, I've gotten to know, I shouldn't say I've gotten to know, I've gotten to meet a lot of people in this community and I don't know your stories. And I think that's one of the reasons I'm really enjoying this podcast is because I'm getting to know people's backstories. It's like, oh, that's why they had a double. (laughs) They had a hard week. And now I know why, because they're doing this and this and this and this and this. And um, and as far as Kelly, um, I just wanted to say that even though you haven't accepted my friend request, I'm just rooting for you. Kelly. She's very busy. I don't think she's getting on social media much, but I I fangirl uh, several people who have been on here. One of them is um, Blake Kakula from episode 22. Stand up, dude. Wow. He, Sorry about the editing on that, Blake. <laughs> he is such a cutie, and um, I'm wishing him the best. And I think maybe he should send me an autograph someday. It'll be worth some money. I think so. Maybe an NFT. Yeah, I'm like super excited for that guy. And one day he called the Rue and he was getting something really healthy, like the Thai peanut chicken with no slaw, sub sweet <laughs> potato fries. And I said, can I get a name for this order? He was getting some to go. And he goes, Blake. And I was like, at Blake Kakula? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And I was like, this is at Future Miss Mac. <laughs> I... I'm one of your Instagram followers, and he was just like, oh, my gosh, you know, hi. And I'm like, oh, dude, great podcast. And then I have, like, my coworkers looking around me like, are you, are you fangirling right now? And I was like, yeah. Well, thank God somebody is. He deserves it. <laughs> yeah. Blake is an impressive individual. Wow. I love looking at his IG stories and, and 
his golfing career. I don't know much about <clears throat> golfing. I did. He well, talked about here. it for two hours straight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He would not go off golf. <laughs> I even asked him off golf. He stretches for an hour a day. I wish I had that kind of time. <laughs> or I wish I had that kind of commitment, really. I, I, I do have that kind of time. I have 24 of those every day, He's but I don't okay. spend any of them stretching. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's a good one. He turned us on to like those massage guns. You know, have you seen those? Mm -hmm. They're great. Have you, you guys one? have one? We got one from Costco. Yeah, they have it on sale right now. Yeah. I'm thinking about buying another one because Melissa's kind of hogging hers, but. <laughs> Uh, How does it work? What do you do? You got to push it up against somebody? Yeah. It just hammers you? Ram it in and it just kind of bang, 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 bang. Just... I was looking at it on the coupon or they, they sent me the little book. That... So I have a jigsaw downstairs that I have put one of the little, you know, puncher <laughs> connectors on. Just... And it's, but it's loud as fuck. It's yeah. just like, da, 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 da. I mean, I won't make the noise on the podcast, <laughs> but it's loud. Um, but this new one is like got a whisper quiet motor. It's, it sounds like a vibrator. Yeah. In fact, I thought it was one. That's why I got it. Well, sure. <laughs> if Costco's going to sell a vibrator, I mean, you, you got to find the collection. It's going to be the good one. It's Kirkland Signature. Uh, that's right. Three speeds. <laughs> um, another one I thought was interesting was Jeb Sheldon, episode 37. He likes the Young Bucks. She does. Yeah, actually, yeah. I thought they, I thought they were. That's really our highest performing episode. Was Jeb? Was Jeb. Wow, yeah. In a, in a single day. He's got that young audience. Well, yeah. Yeah, he does. He, I'm sure he has a great following. Charismatic, good looking dude. Mm -hmm. Huge. Yeah. Much yeah. larger than I expected. Saving That's our bullet. estuary. And um, I also wanted That's a good to, family. to put on there that his favorite cut of meat was ribeye. And so I know this isn't a cut of meat, but my favorite meat that I've ever had was a bear pepperoni stick. Wow, that's an eclectic choice. Best meat ever, huh? The hell, that, well, I, I don't want to say that was just my most favorite. It was yeah. delicious. Was that from and, Andy? Yeah. I had it too, and it was all amazing. It was amazing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It was, I wonder how you going to pee. Because he, he, he flew up to Alaska, and he was at the Kinko, and, uh, which is a uh, bar there. And I said, well, hey, Andy, how you doing? He's like, hey, I brought this big bag of bear uh, sausages. It's like, oh, no shit. And so that was good. he Small came just handing it out. Yeah. Like candy and and he's just handing his sausage oh, out. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. No, we both had a piece. That <laughs> was a good stick. Uh, that's good content. Yeah. 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 All right. Who's next? Oh, gosh. I don't think I I have anybody else actually on the list except her. I mean, we, we can talk about whoever because I'm, I'm pretty familiar with all of your podcasts, but I think Do you guys that... want to talk about upcoming guests who I'm excited about? Okay. Yeah. Um, <coughs> two people from our class that are girls that are going to come on. Anna Kitzman. Nope. But she's welcome to anytime. Oh, okay. Tatiana. No. I don't know if she's interesting or not. I don't really know her very well. Uh, yeah, Plato. No. Never. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't want her. Uh, okay, let's see. Two girls from our class. Yeah. Amy Leeback? Nope. All these people, really, I'd have on just, just what, so they. What of your Gurky? No, but let's track her down. Yeah. I ran into her mom. Oh, good. Yeah, she couldn't hook me up with Gwen. Oh, is that right? Before I was married, but, you know. Yeah, too bad. Shout out Gwen. She was probably one of the most talented in our uh, band, I think. I thought so. I always wanted to get me some Gurk. Tara, no, but I talked to Tara today. Huh. Um, it's, should I just tell you? Yeah. Please. Monse Galvin. Oh, right. She's going to come on. All oh, right. And then Holly Bacher. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow, Holly. Holly's coming on. Where'd you track her down? She hit me up on um, Instagram or Facebook or something. 
Oh, cool. Yeah. And she, she said, you want a story? I got a story. Right. Oh. And that's all she said. She just left it at that. Ooh. And I was like, whew, I'll bite. What is it? And then she texted me back the next morning. She said, I'm sorry. I wrote that after having six <laughs> beers. Um, and she's like, I would talk to you, but I'm not as confident as that. Cindy came in with a good, you know, she's approached you saying that she wanted to be on the show. And mm-hmm. um, I thought that was really interesting because I feel like you've approached more people than vice versa. And that was excellent. Good, good. Yeah, Cindy's a sweetheart. She's a really nice girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was an easy listen. And we want Robin Under to do a show too. I've asked Robin. She's she's hesitant. She's hesitant. Um, did you end up speaking to Elena? No, I did not. Okay. I was busy. I was working. Yeah, local yeah. I saw her. lawyer, writer. I just yeah. think that she is a very well-rounded girl, and she's got a lot of personality. She's and... a talker, too. She, yeah. She'd be great. Yeah, totally. She I'm sure be. she doesn't listen to this show, but Elena, if you're listening, you should come on the podcast next time you're in Chinook. Uh, congratulations on the law school stuff, too. That's pretty cool. The last time I talked to Elena, she was an aspiring artist down in Humboldt. It's been a long time, though. That was in 2008. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guess what happened right before you guys got here? So when we moved our kitchen stuff into the garage temporarily while we got our kitchen, we put all the food in, like, those totes from Costco, the good ones, the thick black ones with the yellow tops. Oh, yeah. I can't get these people to keep lids on them. So uh, my family just invited the vermin. Just, Come on in, rats. We'd love to feed you. Come on in. Just leave the lids off. Just like it's nothing. Like they don't even know I bought these expensive ass lids. Mm. And um, sorry, guys, but it's the truth that people deserve to know. And so I, I could hear them out there every, every once in a while because I'm up all night. I'm I'm up and I'm up and down. So like I I I wake up as I'm like walking down the stairs towards the kitchen. That's when I usually I'm like, oh, what the fuck? What am I doing? Right. Oh, I'm on my way to get a handful of honey roasted macadamia nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Yeah. And so and I'll hear like. I'll hear the rats or mice just like thumping around, be like, "Oh fuck, he's coming!" and then like run off. And uh, it's in the house, it's in the garage. Oh, so, but we have a connected garage, yeah, so like I them. can hear them. And I just ignore it because so I'm like, I'll deal with it when I move all that shit back into the kitchen. But then the other morning, I go out to feed Daisy, and her tote, which also has a nice tight lid on it, has a little hole chewed in the top of the lid. Oh shit! And, and it's on the top of the lid, so like this thing had to get on top of this big ass tote. I started chewing and it had enough time to chew. And I was like, oh, this is not good. And the next day I come in there and the hole's a little bit bigger. And then the next day I come in and the whole top is just like chewed the fuck up. I was like, okay, so this thing is big. So I went and bought a bunch of rat traps and I set them out there. And very first night I hear a snap and I go out there and it's like a huge rat with big old tits. <laughs> it, it's like just laying on the ground dead. It was so big, the rat trap couldn't contain it. It just bashed her in the head and knocked her across the room. It did kill her. Thank God. Yeah. But um, it was a big rat. And I, did, I really didn't want to touch it, but, you know, you have to. Sure. Um, I, so I like, wrapped my hand in a plastic bag, and I reached out to pick it up. The muscular shoulders on this little bitch, <laughs> I, I was shocked. I almost thought, like, we should eat this thing. This is, like, good meat. <laughs> is it okay for me just to throw this away? It's, like, a perfectly clean kill. But I didn't eat it. I decided not to eat the rat, and I just threw it away. And then um, would have took it for sure. Somebody yeah. would have. It's yeah. pretty wasteful of me. But I mean, just this little thing is just plumped up on macadamias, just fully loaded. And so I didn't even give the mammaries. I didn't even give the mammaries a second thought. Right. It's like this rat's pretty busty. Whatever. They could have probably milked it. 
Yeah, I didn't think about it, but yeah. you know, you're right. You know, could have had food in it. What a waste! What a waste! <laughs> um, yeah. well, I'm pretty sure you can milk a rat if you, you know, have small enough hands. We were talking about that Jimmy Fallon Blake uh, Sheldon episode, and he was teaching Blake was teaching Jimmy how to milk a cow because he's never done it. It is interesting the whole pinch and pull that you got to do. Have you ever tried yeah. it? Have no, it? no, no, I've no. never seen it. I've never seen it. They did it. And, it's impressive. It looks know. like it hurts the cow to me. I know it doesn't, but it would hurt me. I, I just no, can't look, imagine that feeling good. Kind of painful. Yeah. Yeah. The cows seem like they like it, though. Like, Wait. oh, thank God. Is there a IPA laying around this place? <laughs> yeah, there is. It's in the house, actually. But oh, yeah? I, I'm happy to go around. Right yeah, now. Alex could go get it. And a water would be fantastic. There's water. We got I water. can do that. I can do that. Oh, are you? Let's okay? just take a break. Let's take a break. You guys okay. want to take a little break? Yeah, let's take a break. Oh, hold. Let me finish my rat story, oh, yeah. and then we'll break. Okay, so I'll quit. I'll quit okay. digressing. So today, uh, kill, big tits. got the clean kill, rat <laughs> out, problem solved, right? So today I'm going in just like an hour before you guys showed up here to go get a five hour because I'm like, all right, time to juice up, get get in the zone. And I opened the fridge and there's a little mouse on the floor Whoa. at my feet, just like sitting there looking up at me like, help. Where's my Aww. big tail and mama right now? Yeah. yeah. And oh. I was like, my instinct is like, stomp it. But I, but I, it just sat there. It didn't run away. Like when a mouse runs away, like, you know, like I got to chase that little batch. He's got something I want. I'm going to kill it. <laughs> but when they just sit there and they're like, are you maybe going to help me or something? I couldn't do it. My COVID stockpile is on a shelf to the side. So I've got my, my wall of toilet paper. So I grab a roll and I just plop it over that little guy. And it fits perfectly right in the, in the hole of the toilet paper. And then he's just like in there looking up at me and I looking at him and he's so cute. And I take a little video of him. I'll post it on the Instagram. <laughs> and I couldn't kill him. I couldn't kill him. So I slid a little cutting board under there and I got him in a little thing and I put him in a glass, like aquarium, like a small fish tank and showed him to my daughters and stuff. I made Elsa think I was going to throw it on her, but I didn't. It was really cute, but it was like a tiny little miniature version of the big ass, you know, big titted out mother rat. Wow. So I'm like, oh, great. And then I tell my wife and apparently... There was another one yesterday just like wandering around on the stairs and Sawyer found it and he, he I think he stomped it to death mercilessly, um, if I'm remembering right. But I couldn't do that. He's kind of, you know, we're watching him, but you guys ever see Charlotte's Web? Yeah. Remember Templeton? Yeah. I fucking love Templeton. He was a great character. He had that song about all the candy and all the A rat know. named Templeton. And I really? still have a rat named Templeton too. Oh, so you like Templeton also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rats are cool. They are cool. Yeah. They're I'm, cooler if you're a good trainer, too. You know, I was just keeping it as a pet, but some people can really do fun things. And we've seen it on some shows where these people, you know, they have them go up and down. And If you show. can manage one that's like white or maybe cream colored. But if you got a black rat or a gray rat, now fuck that rat. I'm going to kill your rat. <laughs> no. I don't like your, your rat. <laughs> They're uh, disgusting vermin. And uh, I hate them, but why is you know, the black just... rat? Is all I'm wondering. I don't know. I think it's because I'm implicitly racist. Is that what you're suggesting, Alex? You should come to my studio on the record. Call me a racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, to be honest, I'm afraid of them. They're scary. They have black, soulless eyes. There's no pupil, no white part, no differentiation. Wow. Just dead, wow. dead eyes. It's like, nah, I can't be your friend. I don't trust you. You know, we have a cat, and that kills every little rat that comes in the. Anywhere near, so I never see the God rats. God bless them. We don't see them. 
other than like the dead decapitated ones. And the, he leaves a little heart sitting there. He'll bring it to you as a presentation. <laughs> yeah. It's like, here it is, buddy. It's like, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, I didn't ask for it, though. You know, They're yeah. vicious creatures that we just live with. Yeah. Rats yeah. and cats. Yeah, the cats are super vicious. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. It's good. I was holding in a cough for a second. I was like, oh, I'm freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and all is risky, but I'm, I'm calming down now. In the second half, I'm like <laughs> relaxed and actually sound like myself. And it's act I, I like that half way better. But um, that's usually because we take a break. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, <laughs> I, I can relax. Yeah. Well, uh, you know how well or not it's going. Yeah, right. the, the 120 mark is where I know for sure. If I look down at the clock, because a lot of times I won't look at the clock till 120, 115, 120. And if we make it that far without checking the clock, I'm like, oh, this is going well. That means it's like flowing, which today we didn't even stop till 115. <laughs> but if I look down and it's been like 18 minutes, I'm just like, oh no, oh, no. this has just barely started. I don't know all these people. Right. Sometimes it's slow going. Yeah. Well, yeah. But those ones make good podcasts, too. I think they've all been pretty good. Yeah. I mean... Thank you. I'm sure when you're not around, I might say something different. More, ah, more yeah. fatiguing. But right now, I feel like he's... You, you're welcome to critique. Which ones... Which are, which have been your least... Which have been the hardest to li listen to? So we're back on? Yeah, we're back on. Okay, okay. Oh, man. I'll... I know my least favorite. Let's hear it. It was Alex's. Alex's? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that was my that was my favorite least favorite too. too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. No, I think genuinely, I think it's the worst one. Well, okay, hold. I have a close second, but um, it was so choppy. I personally know you guys talked for way too long. There was well, way we too much. We talked for six content. hours. <laughs> we got it down to two. And it was just yeah, the editing was just it was, it was a bit choppy. <laughs> yeah, and and also when I was actually listening to the podcast and i have my husband here as a witness i was yelling at alexa i was like let him speak alex like i was so upset because i liked the banter and i just felt like mm -hmm. i forgot he, you interrupted me a lot he, mm -hmm. yeah dominated that podcast. how are you to know no. it's your first time but i know now you know yeah. so i'm gonna sit and you've barely talked Look, you're ruining this <laughs> podcast with your silence. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yeah, I, criti I critiqued that one a little bit. Yeah, you're allowed to. More so maybe than the others, but I think genuinely, you know, that That's one. kind of an extension of you. <laughs> like, seriously, though, you guys are a package deal now. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. It's a reflection. And I just know what he's, he has a lot of fun, interesting stories to say. And I just felt like- We did you, cover heaters a lot. Yeah. Ventilation in you general. You had so much that, yeah, you didn't get to harness some of that. You make me a better person, babe. <laughs> More focused person, I'd say. Yeah. Um, well, he's coming yeah. back for his first, second round anyway. That's right. My second least favorite might be uh, the wrapping episode. I had a feeling you were going to say that Your one. Your two-minute podcast. Oh, that one. That wasn't even a real episode. That was just because I, I put that on there so that the uh, algorithm wouldn't forget about me. Hey, but that yeah. was a good rap, right? I mean, it wasn't I don't good. know. I listened to it. I listened to it again, and I was like, hmm, I wonder how he feels about that. Oh, I'm fine with it. Okay. I haven't listened to it since that day, <laughs> but I, honestly, I'm fine with it. Okay. Um, I'm not a rapper, so anytime I make a rap song, it no, doesn't have to be good. Well, good. I know. Got, it was very vulnerable. We liked it. The first time she oh. heard it, she loved it, right? Honestly, for the second, I'm time? not I'm not insecure about it in the least. Um, you guys, yeah, honestly, 
it's it's oh, yeah. really okay. I'm not um not worried about it. What happened with that one is just like I stressed all week about putting an episode out, and I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to. I didn't have the juice. But I just love it because you're a friend, and I'm just sitting there flipping you shit for <laughs> this mediocre rap. Yeah. Oh, it was lower than but mediocre. But you got something out, and that was the point. Honestly, it was. What happened is I started just like saying those things, like, "Hey guys, I'm not making." It was boring, so it's like, oh, at least and then make it interesting. Being like, do do do. I love music. Can't help it. Can't help it. I noticed there hasn't been a rap since then, though. I mean, I've been busy making podcasts, man. Yeah, yeah. The rap there was is very time consuming. For Amelia's birthday. Oh yeah, I've put out several rap songs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm always rooting for you to brush up on your ram. Yeah, that's true. I missed out there for a little bit. I was gone for a month, and that's a lot of ram to be missing out on. But about eight hours. Yeah, we've been hitting it up heavy since then, though. Mm -hmm. Oh, I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, the Colby one, Colby Kirby episode <laughs> where we rapped, that was the most fun to do. Like, really fun. Colby's a fun guy. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we laughed a lot. It was really fun. Cooper's was also really fun. And we didn't rap in that one. But he's just, it had so many cool, interesting stories. I remember what I was doing when I was listening to Cooper's because your podcasts have given some of them, I can place where I am. I love when that happens. And I was gardening, listening to that, and I re- and and I remember I was also folding laundry and putting socks together, and it was a really really good podcast. I like Cooper; he's a really interesting guy. It was a fun one, but yeah, it's a good feeling. It's nostalgic, yeah. and I think that's something important to bring to your show. It was very memorable to me, obviously. Yeah, I want to hear about your dream. Recurring dream first. I am at a concert, big concert, maybe a rock concert, and it's dark, and I'm not that old. I think 12, 11, a little bit below puberty, and I'm surrounded by all these people, and I go to the bathroom, and it's a public women's stall, very generic, tan walls, tan stalls, and all of a sudden, I'm looking down and there's blood on my hands. Almost, like, did I just start my period for the first time? I'm really worried and scared. And then this boy opens the stall and he's a bit older than me, maybe 15, 14. There's just a bit of an age gap and he's in a leather, black leather coat and he has brown, not short hair, not long hair, some mid-cut, a little bit curly, and nothing said. I, he, I could just tell if he was there to help me and not make me feel, like, scared. And that's kind of- Crazy dream. That's kind of where it ends. Nothing ever happens after that. It stops at the same spot. I have the same feelings every time. I never get to know him or ask him questions or figure out where this blood's coming from because I just see it on my hands. Is it your blood? That's what I've always felt. Interesting. <laughs> that, yeah, I find that super interesting. Why am I at a concert and... I think it's all symbolism. I think that, that the subconscious knows more about what's going on behind the scenes than we are able I've to I've never really... been to a concert at this age. I, I mean, I'm having this at a, I'm a little girl. So I'm envisioning myself as more of a, more of a grown up girl. Do you still have the dream? I haven't had it in many years. Um, I would say less than 10 years, but it's getting close to that. 
Wow. And how often would you have it? Several times a year, maybe five, six. Wow. So I'm not having it every month, but I mean, it's coming back. Um, and then as I get older, it's those times spread. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's starting, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. No, I think that's really interesting. Yeah. I, the dream stuff is weird because there are so many different schools of thought on what dreaming even is to begin with. Like, some people think it's like your brain making sense of the information that you took in that day and it's comparing it with memories and storing it and deciding what to put in storage and what to just get rid of. And then it, that process creates these experiences that are completely internal that mix kind of reality with memory, with abstraction. And then which if that is what's going on, it's kind of like the actual dream content is irrelevant. But there are other people who think that it's all symbolism and everything is actually something else and it all represents something that's buried in you. So it's hard to know. Yeah, I remember in your reoccurring dream or Jeff's reoccurring dream, you guys are stomping, you're jumping. I think that was Jeff. Yeah, I think he said you did it too. That you could jump from place oh, to place. Oh, that, yeah, the, the, the big jumps. Yeah. Like jump over okay, buildings. I guess that gets more into lucid dreaming, right? Kind of, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you want to go. Yeah, it's like flying, but you never really can stay up. <laughs> but, but yeah, and you couldn't land, but Jeff can. Yeah, that's right. I never land. I, I have dreams all the time where I'm either jumping off something or falling off something or like the ground's coming up fast and I never land. But I feel myself land like on the bed. Like I literally, when I was a kid, I would think that I was bouncing off the bed, like that I got dropped from my ceiling and landed on the bed. It would, it felt so real. Just you wake up and kick stuff too. Cause I remember sleeping next to this window and I had that dream where you're falling, which supposedly comes from when we were still early homo sapiens, sapiens, people would be sleeping in trees. Cause you know, at nighttime predators. Would oh come yeah. Out. And so that act to just, you know, jolt, it means you're going to fall off a tree or something. So they would they would wake up thinking they're falling because they're falling off this tree, and so we still do that today. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and so I kicked the freaking window next to my my bedroom and smashed it, but it was you know a double painter, so I, it was still like it was you know I lost the insulation. You had that window for a long time broken, right? Oh yeah, they fixed it finally. My folks fixed it finally. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I was always remember, you know, I always had to look at that thing like yeah. But um, I uh I've jumped around a lot in my dreams too. Mm -hmm. When I'm in Alaska on those boats and you're sleeping when the waves are hitting you, your whole dream is basically hit. For me, I land up on the, I hit the ceiling, I hit the floor, I hit the side, and I wake up and I'm, you know, just clenched on the side of my bunk. And, and that's, so to me, it makes sense. It's, it's actually happening. I'm getting whipped around. Yeah. And in my dream, it's like, you know, living a weird world where you're getting smashed around the whole time. But you're semi aware of it. Like you, cause you have to hold on. I mean, you're holding on, but yeah, I guess, but not really aware of it until I wake up. And but you know, dolphins sleep with half of their brain at a time. Like they have one eye open and the other eye closed. And they, they're so smart. That's bizarre. But we kind of <laughs> do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Like Shirazi talked about that. Like the first night phenomenon where you stay in a hotel and the first night of sleep is like semi, you're semi aware, but that's you're right. kind of like sleep with one eye open. Yeah. But I don't, yeah. I can sleep like, you know, anywhere. Like yeah. you were saying, some people, can sleep standing up. That's me. You know. How do you sleep, Alex? I sleep well. That's awesome. That's awesome. My schedule at work right now is different than it's ever been. So I think now more than ever, I get less sleep, but I'm coping with it well. And what's the difference? 
The difference is waking up at 3.30 a.m. Why are you waking up at 3.30? Are you? The dialysis center. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They, we'll, they we'll work all night. We'll get to kidneys before this episode's over. Because yeah, I'm curious. Message. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that now. What? So you're working oh. at the dialysis place. Yeah, yeah. You had to get trained and certified and all that stuff. How long of a process was that? It's a pretty short process. Three months. And I did hands-on experience which I am so lucky that I got to learn from my pre preceptor who had 18 years of dialysis experience. So I'm not just getting taught by somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Three months of hands-on, and then you take a test. You know, there's a book. You do lots of lots of reading and hands-on experience. And I have now been doing it for 19, 20 months, and I recently got nationally certified. So I'm a legit hemodialysis technician. That's awesome. Are you familiar with dialysis, Jeff? Uh, I, please fill me in. I don't know anything. Dialysis is the filtration of your blood through a machine because your kidneys aren't working anymore. Like artificial kidneys, basically? Absolutely. They're filtering all the toxins out of your blood, the excess, uh, excess water. So that's what's coming out of our urine, right? That's what all... That's why we're peeing. We're getting rid of these extras in our body that need to come out or else we just bloat and bloat and bloat and our magnesium levels would get too high. Phosphorus levels would get too high. Potassium levels would get too high. So our kidneys are really keeping homeostasis in our body. And without them, we cannot survive. Yeah. Why? So we have two. That's how important they are. We get a backup just in case one shits out, huh? Totally. Yeah, we're really lucky that we have two because you only need one. Yeah. It seems like they tend to wear out. You hear about a lot of people having kidney failure. You Is that really because do. of our lifestyles, you think? Absolutely. What's the number one reason of kidney disease? Conservatism. Diabetes. Oh, I mean, that's what I meant. <laughs> Diabetes and high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. They're so common in America. Yeah. There's a lot of delicious food. Yeah. Cigarettes. Really uh, unfortunate. Unfortunate. Kidney disease doesn't discriminate. It's, yeah. It's pretty rampant. I think at this point, it's one in seven people are going to get kidney disease. And 90% of you are walking around with kidney disease right now and you don't even know it. You should go to the doctor and have your urine tested and your blood tested and ask your doctor about your kidneys. It is a silent killer. Most people do not know they have it until they are on death's door. That's terrifying. How? Okay, so if, if I have it, but I don't know, what are some signs? Well, like I said, it's silent mostly, but you're probably... Then why worry? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're going to die. Well, right. You're going to have to have dialysis. and it, Yeah, silent until it's not, but you're going to be fatigued and mm -hmm. might get dry mouth. And uh -oh. um, you're also retaining a lot of water. Mm. So people, they go to the doctor and you're like, oh, I am 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds more than I should be. And like, I feel really uncomfortable. I can't breathe because you're collecting this water and that's weighting down on your chest. And yeah, it's too late. That sucks. It's a scary process, dialysis. I know? bet. Especially for like anybody who's like just getting into it, like these people that have kidney failure and their first time going in. That's got to be 
you know, so we, uh, that we're just going to remove your blood. It's it, the needle. How big is the needle that thing? It's like an eighth or three sixteenth of an inch. It's a big old needle that has to go in you every other day, basically, for four hours. Yeah, Do they have like a permanent thing uh, there, or well, are they just new hole every time. Yeah. So, so what? Most people don't have a permanent, but what they're going to do mostly is they're going to put an access in you of some sort. A lot of people who aren't, aren't prepared for this are going to get a CVC, uh, a central venous catheter. That like is a port. To right connect it to your heart. Yeah, totally. That's not good. It's no. prone to infection. I mean, that's a straight shot. And that's why we, you have to use the best, you know, your, your PPE and the best infection control that you can. And I know that some diet... Most dialysis centers actually have like a bad rep for not maybe not training enough or not having high enough um, infection control. But I like to think that our company, our facility specific does. We're taking mm-hmm. really good care of these people. There's a lot of people that you listeners probably know sitting in those chairs three days a week, three to four hours each treatment and they're getting 12 hours of dialysis when your kidney is doing it 24 7. yeah you know how much stress that puts on the heart probably a lot a lot that's sad man what a downer totally yeah so what i kind of wanted to say was for those of you out there drink more water jeff how much water have you drank today probably too much that's actually i actually have wondered about that. I'm Anyone who spent time great. with me, I drink a lot I of never water. Hear that? I drink like a gallon a day on average. Yeah, I don't know. There's got to be a sweet spot for just like what the perfect amount of water is. I mean, it's like that with plants or anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Haystack, but yeah, I drink a lot. Haystack yellow is the right color for Pete. Just a light <laughs> tint of yellow. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. Yeah. You Duclair, can kind of tell. Duclair is no good. And you shouldn't be able to smell it. It's, if you're smelling it, you're dehydrated. Yeah, so what does Foley pee mean though? What does that mean? It means you drink a lot of beer. <laughs> What's happening? So, well, we got four. We, we got Process four. We yeah, yeah, that's what it is. All right, I haven't I haven't had phone BP for a long time. <laughs> but you noticed it was from your beer intake. Uh, yeah, dude, that's a known. That's common knowledge, right? Oh man, all right. Because I, I I was getting I was getting getting a little concerned for a while there because it was like it's a lot of phone BP. We had that's a, cat- a lot of information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay, let me, and I have a couple more things written down. Um, let's see, let's just a couple of fun facts. Okay, let's start with... We love fun facts. Yeah, so Seattle is the home of the very first dialysis center, the first outpatient dialysis center. And it was Dr. Schreibner from the University of Washington who created the Schreibner shunt. Oh, wow. Which was the original way to dialyze someone it was a teflon tube in your arm with an artery and a vein that's how you take blood out and put blood back in through this ultra filtration machine and i think that's really cool that is really in the pacific northwest what was it called? The schneebner schlund (laughs) (laughs) schreibner schund Oh, he could have come up with a catchier name. Shunt is very, very kind of a startling. It's like, did you just swear? Or you like, <laughs> did you sneeze? Like, yeah, it sounds like he tried to say cunt, now. but he has a, a lisp. 
gosh. Yeah. So that's interesting. And then it became possible for virtually everyone who had kidney disease to get help. That's really cool. It is really cool. But it exceeded, far exceeded their expectations. This so it works better than they thought it would? Well. It's like it's not a death sentence anymore. Yeah, but I mean, for the economy, like we're paying so much money because no one ever thought oh, this would be an thing. epidemic. It's a bad thing. Gotcha. Right? They thought at the time 35,000 people, 100,000 people now start dialysis every year. Like they, you know, they thought they were, they were doing a. F- so what's going on? Is it because we got too good at curing the diseases that were killing us all 100 years ago and now we have this whole new set? It's like nature is just like, nah, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. <laughs> Seriously, though, we used to get killed by mumps and smallpox and the Spanish flu. And now it's, you know, diabetes and heart disease and depression. Chemotherapy medications can kill your kidney. Yeah, they kill everything. It's like antibiotics. They yep. kill life. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a crapshoot. And I mean, anybody out there who's downing ibuprofen. It's bad for your gut. Knock it up. Bad for your gut. You Is he bad for your kidneys too, right? Yeah. Yeah, you don't want you don't want any of those NSAIDs. Yeah. Non or what is NSAID? Like non steroidal anti inflammatory? Let's go with that. I just N I think so. <laughs> I think I do. Yes, NSAIDs. Um yeah, like Advil, Tylenol, acetaminophen, ibuprofen, all those. Totally. They work good, though, when you need them, if you don't use them all the time. Yeah, moderation. And what does it say on the bottle? Drink some water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't really use those hardly at all because I want them to actually work when I need them. Plus, I'm used to, like, drugs that actually make you kind of high. And <laughs> after you've gotten used to those, <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want that fucking Tylenol. Get that out of my face. Unless you need it, like pain. you said. There's times yeah. it's like, yeah, okay. Even then, though, if you got an Oxy... Yeah. I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> I'll prefer yeah. it over the Tylenol. But yeah, cancer is a huge killer compared to uh, COVID. And the um, the new vaccine with the uh, RNA, uh, Moderna and Pfizer, mm-hmm. um, that was used to... Uh, and Johnson & Johnson, right? Well, with Johnson & Johnson, it uses the DNA of the virus. Oh, that's the what R- I have. That's what I have, too. The one, sh- one and done shot. The poor people one. Yeah, but you know what? Um it's done me for. I haven't got COVID. And I feel like I didn't have any mega side effects from it or nothing. Did you get sick? No. I got sick. Well, you know, I'm kind of my booster bit. shot's coming up, right? So you, I'm you get some get sick on that one because I want to take a couple of days off. <laughs> yeah, I got the got the new shot. Yeah. Better, you know, I'm getting a little sick. I got to take the day off, you know. We can so. get the booster from a, one of the, like, the effective brands, though. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I Pfizer. got my booster. Yeah, you did? I have all three Pfizer's. Wow. Yeah, I work with immune compromised, so I have to. Oh, yeah. And you got pretty sick from it, too. First two, no side effects. Booster, that was tough. And I and I worked through it, didn't skip a beat, but wow, aches, chills. Um, I got bloody noses. Oh, my God. Headaches, severe headache for about six days. Just just didn't feel like myself. I We're going to get shadow banned for this. <laughs> yeah, well, it's good to, you know, to have everybody. But I didn't have it. any effects on the first two. And, you know, someone, I said this in front of someone in, at the bar as I was bartending, and they go, oh, well, thanks for helping me make my decision. I'm not getting that booster. And I was like, 
really, I was okay. I like it yeah. felt terrible, but I person sounds like a coward. Yeah, yeah. this and, is very heroic. That was a yeah. that was an excuse, and yeah, I do find it heroic. I'm putting myself out there for the safety of our community, and I want to. I need to be healthy for these people. Yeah. My body was working really hard to prepare me for whatever was coming. That's yeah. what it felt like. I was just like, wow, my body's working really hard. I'm gonna take a nap. I'm going to give it more water. I was just mm -hmm. doing, I was just being very respectful to but it. But I think there was a, so many articles going for it saying, oh, it is a better, uh, because it covers every little piece of the, uh, the SARS COVID-19 versus that vaccination. It gives you just the little spike, right? And that RNA, they just give you a little piece of it. And so maybe that you don't have, you're not, cause there's all these variants now, you know? Yeah. So you got your deltas, you got your epsilons, your sigmas. But it's interesting because then you look it up and it says, no, that's not true at all. And that the, the, the vaccination is a much better immunity for you. And so I'm always like, but the way I look at it is if COVID has uh, these uh, long hauling effects, you know, you can be sick for a long time or you can have potential effects down the road. Well, the vaccination hasn't proved any of that. Yes. Yeah. Those long hauling effects. So it's like, well, then I think you're better off with the vaccination. But I mean, I understand what they're getting at. You know, they're well, the natural immunity. It's all blasting over TV everywhere that that is a better if you're herd all, immunity. Yeah, herd right? immunity. Yeah. yeah. And, and but overall, we're trying to all achieve herd immunity. Part of that is though the people who get it and die are then out of the populations, right? Right. Yeah. What's up, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are. Oh yeah. No, I'm supposed to be quiet in the corner. Right here. Yeah. yeah. By the way, listeners, he's supposed to be in the corner now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got some good information straight from Fauci. But That's right. here's, here's <laughs> something else to shake things up. So that dream I was talking about, I talked about the reoccurring dream, okay? That was a whole thing of its yeah. own. Well, what about, okay, I'm not does this count as lucid? Does anybody else have this happen? You can um, recognize sex in a dream. Oh, yeah. And you can complete um it's harder that's harder see i well, start to wake up are we gonna like... talk about wet dreams yeah just real quick now it's well, getting good <laughs> <laughs> i told alex about it. he was like interesting and uh and yeah anyways i i thought that was like a cool thing like you know sex sexual things are are good and i just thought that was really interesting that i can kind of grab a handle of that and it's a it's a interesting tool so you can lucid dream, but it's primarily for getting off. Yeah, I've done it a couple other times. I, I, right? I wasn't yeah, sure awesome. if this was a thing, but yeah, I, I pretty much can. That is like, you know, you said that the guy spins that little Oh, yeah, thing. the little top. I have one of those. There's I bring a color, it in. but when it becomes a sexual act, it's like, hmm. That's awesome. Cool, huh? Yeah, that really is cool. <laughs> Um, no. You're one lucky guy. Most of the uh -oh. sexual dreams I've ever had took place between age 15 and 25. I'd say 90%. I don't get them a lot anymore. Alex says he doesn't really have too much. I mean, bless your soul. When you get regular sex. I've never had a nightmare either. So <laughs> Never had a wet nightmare? Oh, I've had plenty of wet <laughs> I just dreams. Think he watches, <laughs> I think he watches more porn too, you know, where it's like. Mm, I'm getting my day. Where if you could do that in your head, you probably wouldn't do as much of that. Yeah. The body is a factory. It's a cum factory. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's got to go out. You know, it's, it's getting made every day. It's got to go out. And so if you're not 
you know, doing your part, get it out by like meeting a person to put it in or, or like, you know, spilling it on the ground, it will go somewhere else. And just that's what the dream, that's where the dreams come in handy. So that's, yeah, that's what I think. I I like that. I like that. It's going to happen anyways. It's going to come out. (laughs) You might as well dream about it or do it as a a daily routine. If you're not, you know, if you, if you got a method, get it out, get it out. But willing these dreams, they just happen. If you can figure out how to do that, then you're in the money. Like, Mm figure out a technique and then you can sell it on yeah, the internet. Yeah, I've never sought it out. I've never, but uh, yeah, I think it's Yeah, if they can put that on a pill form. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a good wet one tonight. Hey, <laughs> Dr. Shirazi, you want right. to check my head out or yeah. what? <laughs> Sleep study time. <laughs> yeah. That's going to make it happen. I was talking about that with my kid because he's going to be that age soon where, you know, you have to start having those uncomfortable conversations. So it's like, I'm just going to get it out of the way ahead of time. It's, it was almost like the pre-conversation to the conversation. Fun. So like I wasn't gonna I was gonna be tactful about it. I wasn't gonna just come out with the stuff. So I was I sat him down. I was like, I just want to let you know, if you have to masturbate, you're not gonna get in trouble, okay? Because we are a little worried about that. Because you don't want to associate it with guilt. And yeah, the shame part is like the worst part of of coming. That's it's, definitely been talked about on your show. Yeah, and that I mean that's straight from the Bible. Like it makes Jesus cry. We know this, <laughs> but he's getting over it. You know, it's the 21st century for God's sake. Oh, he's joined the bandwagon. You know, <laughs> he's all about it. Yeah, I've actually, I think I have brought this up, but I wonder if Jesus Christ himself, the human man, masturbated. Well, if he was a human man, of course he masturbated. And the follow-up to that is if he didn't, he was most certainly having wet dreams. Absolutely. I was he, just going to say, yeah, if he didn't, then he was substituting it. Yeah, and those guys weren't wearing underwear. They were wearing these big flowy yeah, gowns. But he definitely did. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah. They <laughs> he were, was man. He was coming. Were, he was in the Middle East region. I mean, so there was, you there. see it all over the, the you know, all the, all the, on the pyramids and all this. There's always. I never saw a there's the sexual innuendos. All I mean, you know, there's always male genitalia and females <laughs> in positions. It's they were all about it back then. It's true. You know, true. So. Very provocative imagery. Oh yeah. So Jesus was he was into it. I think so. I think so. But who, who, I'm just a man. How, who? What do I know? <laughs> I wasn't there. There's a couple other things that I was going to mention. Subway poverty. So real. I, I made that mention to you at the wedding. Yeah. I think that's something that a lot of people could res- what's that word? resignate. Resonate. Resonate. Yeah. Thank you. When you have enough money to not have to eat a McDonald's, you get to go to the fancy ass subway. Get that foot long, especially. Oh, the $5 foot, foot long days. That was <laughs> That was really when it took off for me. It's like, I can eat till I'm full? Oh my God. <laughs> hey, they still got them, $5 foot longs. Really? Oh yeah, I get the coupon book all the time and well, Hannes and I, you know, my bro, we're like, let's hit up Subway. We got it's a working man's lunch. Oh yeah. I'll get it every once in a while. It's amazing they can sell it for a, a, you know for $5. I think they just, just must do crazy volume. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be doing good. Yeah, seems like they do well. Well, you know, I've been making my own sandwiches lately and uh, I'm sure they're better. Cost. Yeah, no, no. Really? I'd, I'd rather have a Subway. <laughs> it got that flavor you get. Oh, that spicy know, Italian? Know, you get yeah, the spicy Italian? Every time, spicy yeah. Italian. Sorry, I cut in. I'm I'm standing back. In the- Alex, what's your Subway sandwich of choice? <laughs> My Subway sandwich of choice is a veggie delight with double cheese. That, that sounds Pepper all right. Pepper Jack. Pepper Jack is good. Good cheese. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't want any of that meat in there. And- Their meat is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, especially the meatballs. But I'll eat it. 
happily. Never had the meatballs. You ever had their tuna? It's kind of brown. <laughs> no. <laughs> My kid eats it. No, we get really good tuna. Alex comes home from Alaska and he trades our our salmon filet for canned tuna, and I am a sucker for a tuna melt. Yeah, no, we get that too. We have the good stuff, but she chooses the brown Subway tuna. <laughs> yeah, I love tuna. Sawyer won't even eat it. It's crazy. I like Taco Bell. Really? What's yes. your, what, you would get a grilled stuffed burrito? Bean burrito. Oh, just the classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but back in my day, I could eat 15, 20 of them. Or Crunchwrap Supreme, and I've been making them for Alex and I at home. Bet they're better. They're, they are. Oh, yeah, they're good. Yeah, wouldn't you say? Oh, okay, I mean... I just eat them good. I'm a Chalupa guy overall, you know, but like, I like the Chalupas. But, that's like uh, a chewy, that's like a pita wrap, right? Yeah, like <laughs> a deep fried old pita wrap. Recently, we tried like the Cantina heart uh-huh. shell yeah, taco. Yeah. The one that's like made out of a Dorito. <laughs> I can't eat have those things. They just they, they, they dissolve they crumble. in front of my face. <laughs> and he eats it You have car. to eat them at one bite. Oh that's why I like, like the Chalupa. It's a little soft and greasy. It holds itself together nice. I have not had Taco Bell for... 15 years. Well, Ed's kids have. You see him there? (laughs) I was just talking about his podcast. You said that kids nowadays are driving over to Taco Bell for fun? Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't think that was that weird because we used to go to KFC. Yeah. Lady Harry, she'd take me after softball practice. We used to walk around in Safeway and eat donuts. Just like (laughs) eat them and then leave. Yeah. Never pay. um, I don't know where they're getting the money for Dutch bros, though. Yeah, I don't know. Ned and his crypto billions. I guess so. Yeah, the whole time we were recording that, talking about how kids these days are so different, I just kept thinking, like, if anyone of this age group is listening, they're probably like, these guys don't know what the fuck they're talking (laughs) about. How would they know what kids do? We don't don't know. I'm in this tiny room up here. I don't know what kids are doing. How would I know? (laughs) But, well, you got a couple living with you. Yeah, they're actual kids, though. I mean, the, like the cool age kids oh, yeah, that like yeah. set the tone for society of what's cool. That's like true. age fifteen to twenty-two. We're out of that loop. Yeah, completely. Yeah, I don't even want to be in it. Those kids are weird. Actually, we felt kind of weird going to LBT in the other the other day because after the wedding, because everybody was the was the young crew. You got that. that old vibe. That's so weird when that starts coming I in. Hold my ground a couple times. You know, some of these young bucks. You know, they're coming up strong. I, st- I stood my ground. I stood my ground. Good Did he you. fight for your honor? <laughs> I don't know. What is he talking about? <laughs> I was with the girls. We were having a good time. Yeah, uh, well, I don't send throw down. Elisa Patton. Oh, nice Shout girl. Shout out. We had a good conversation, just chit-chatting. I actually told her she should be on the show. She, she should. I was she preaching the word of ramble. I think she likes to talk about sex, too, which is <laughs> always great for the ramble. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sex has become so much easier for me to talk about since I'm married, right. and also since I like it. Uh, <laughs> like, for for years, it's just such a source of like stress and anxiety. Oh man, I like forever, really. Like, you know, it's supposed to be so much fun. It's I, I remember just being like, God, this is so much work. I wish it was just easier. It's it's a lot of work. So if if it still feels like a lot of work for you, <laughs> just wait for the right person. Eventually, it just gets easier and fun. Uh, like, Absolutely. Do, have you guys found that sex is much better when you're in a committed relationship and like you have trust and and all that stuff? You can be vulnerable and it's like you know it's, it's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You can have sex and then go listen to the Vivo soundtrack on your <laughs> Amazon Alexa. <laughs> what's yeah. what's that? You haven't seen Vivo? Oh, I love Vivo. <laughs> oh man, 
You got kids. I figured you knew Vivo. Oh, wait. Isn't it? Vivo is like the music video service, right? It's the MTV. Yeah, it is. Oh, no, it's a no you might be right, but we're talking about an animated Netflix movie. I most certainly am not into Vivo. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Alex loves the soundtrack. Yeah, it's great. Okay, well, let me it's check great. it out. Well, uh, I, well, I figured out the kids. We watched a kid animation the other day. It was fantastic. It was called Vivo. It was on Netflix. Hamilton. Oh, Gil Garcia Bernal. Vivo. No. It's a three three name guy, right? Yeah, so yeah. It's, he's got a complicated name because I, I can't remember it either. It'll come to me. <laughs> the point of the story is that I do believe that sex has become more of a pleasure. Yeah, less of a performance. Yeah, I think I feel a lot more. I think that we have some really good connections sometimes, and then sometimes you you don't. You go back to that wily side of you, and you're just doing tricks or something like that. Yeah. And that's interesting too. But you get to see the contrast if you're with the same person. Like yes. you don't have to feel like it it's all the insecurity stuff. Doing the goes tricky away. stuff every time is actually boring. And exhausting. And it's exhausting. Like, God, my back is tired. Yeah, yeah. Getting to the point, that's the part that's the best, you know. Get, getting to the point. <laughs> yeah. Get For the man. Works. But I've heard the women like the whole rest of it too. Oh well, I don't know about this one. <laughs> She's like, just get where you know her. Get you know what you're doing. Just go to that spot. He does know what he's doing. I'm really lucky. Well, that's great. That's how it should be. And if he didn't, you, for fuck's sake, tell him. Like, that's what yeah. it's got to happen. Yeah, we're really lucky that we're on par with each other. There's couples that go, like, years and years and years having bad sex. I see zero point for that. Because they're, like, ashamed to admit that they're not, or for whatever reason. But it's crazy. Like, yeah, this world's crazy. Sex is not that complicated, but it's just got so much baggage tied onto it. So it's like, yeah, it, it becomes complicated, but it's really quite simple. Yeah. I, I don't even feel like I need to go into it. But Ours is like a rehearsed dance. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, we know, here, just do what you're going to do because I do what I'm going to do. And we both, it's like a, a beautiful collaboration. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. That is it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> How how has the first few months of marriage been? Uh, Any surprises? Yeah, a lot of people ask us how our uh, you know um, how our marriage is going. Oh yeah, did any of them have a podcast that you were a guest on? You know what my favorite part is? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Not planning a COVID wedding. Oh, because you're already done. Because I'm done. It's over. That was exhausting. Yeah, I are bet. Are we going to have a, are we just going to elope? Are we going to have to uninvite people on our guest list? Should we have a micro wedding? Okay, you know what? Let's just have everyone there and what happens, happens. Oh, no, okay, now I feel guilty. What if someone dies because they got COVID at my wedding? Yeah, worth it. It was just, bing, bing, It was a bing, great bing. wedding. Was... If I would have had to die to go, I'd have done it. <laughs> I loved that wedding. It was uh, fun. I mean... That wedding was, it was really amazing. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, you guys loved nailed the wedding. it. Yeah, it was really, really I fun. I wish I could go back and do it over again so I could, or be a fly on the wall. Mm -hmm. Did what? you guys have somebody filming, like video, or just pictures? Nope, just pictures. Well, somebody filmed without us knowing, which was cool. Yeah, I guess oh, my well. brother got some shots, but. And I'm like, that's the best way to do it. Don't even know that there's a videographer out there. That's how I film all my best videos. Yeah, when people even, have no idea. They don't really, yeah, because it's the natural. Because if you know, like you said, all you know, that's a, joke. a lot of what well, you always say about I the observer that. effect, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what happens with that's the camera. Working mechanics. It, you know, it's like oh, we're being observed, but nobody knows that person's there. 
then that's when you get the real the goodie. That is true, though. But I like yeah. to think that we had a very practical wedding. Nothing against people who have a the videography at their wedding. We were just on a budget, and that wasn't in the budget. It didn't have that feel. It didn't feel like a budget wedding. Thank you. I it didn't felt, think it felt like that it either. It felt very luxurious. I feel so proud yeah. of what we accomplished for that wedding and that we got everything we wanted. It was also a really good mix of people. You guys, uh, your invite game was strong. It was uh, the mix of people was very good. Those flowers were from Costco. Wow, Costco has great flowers. We talked about that on your podcast. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, they they were beautiful. They really added <laughs> something. Valentine's, right? Valentine's. Sorry, that was I, I, as I was saying. I was like, oh yeah, we talked about how he got the cheaper bouquet. <laughs> well, I thought Hannah had gotten them for him. I was like, did your brother buy those? <laughs> oh, it was so cute, but Alex did. Yeah, but like the jars, you guys went out and got those jars, uh, the candy yeah. jars from out of the forest that were just like a, a archaeological site. Mm-hmm. That was cool. That is something most people probably don't have at their wedding. Yeah, I put some hours into finding those, scrubbing those. Yeah, if you guys are listening and you don't know what I'm talking about, I was working and I found a big pile of glass jars in the woods. And um, I was like, I posted a picture of it. And then they went out and found the jars, researched like who owned the property and found out it was an old cannery. And it wasn't like somebody, I had thought somebody was just like eating a lot of sardines or something and throwing their jars in a pile. I pictured a big like, Fat guy just slurping down jars you and tossing. It looked them. like a Costco dessert. Well, yeah, that's because that was a, that was I was projecting. I have a <laughs> oh, lot okay. of ramekins in my house uh-huh. because Costco sells creme brulees. Uh-huh. And I, I like a fancy dessert. Okay. But um, in fact, I think I'll have one after this. I have a whole pack of them, freshly, freshly unopened, sitting well, in the I fridge. I have to send this home with a couple of those. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> um, yeah, but. Yeah, so they went out and gathered these jars. Made like you guys asked the owner, didn't you? Talk uh, to somebody who. Also, yeah, we did talk to someone. a caretaker. The the home was for sale. Uh huh. So, um, the person who was selling it, they had a friend who lived there for a long time, and he said, "Yeah, go ahead." In fact, avoid that pile like you're talking about. There's a really nice organized pile. He's like, "Go, go into that one." You know, mm-hmm. the little plastic tote full. Like, oh, perfect. So. We got the good pickings. Yeah. Because a lot of those broken, a lot of broken glass, it looked like a dump site. I was walking over the pile. Yeah. I felt it breaking under my feet. I saw the dead gores in Scotch broom on. Yeah, I do what I can. Yeah. Do what I can. This is off topic again, but you individually had Hannah and Colton on here. Mm-hmm. And now they're getting married. I know. It's pretty exciting. I went over and carved pumpkins with them last night. Oh, yeah. Well, it was fun. I like this. The skeleton. The skeleton horse? Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. The, 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 how do you say it? Skeleton and unicorn. Oh, skeleton. Skeleton. Yeah, that, that was a good carving. It was a solid B minus. Who did that? Hannah. Of course. She Hannah, I'd give you a B plus. Yeah. Oh, I'll cut that out. <laughs> you can say that you could give her an A. She'll be hurt by that for sure. <laughs> and what did you carve? A classic? I was or? really doing more of a support role. Yeah. Um, so. I'll be honest, I didn't want to go over there for pumpkin carving because that's like my thing. And I was a little bit put out by the fact that Melissa planned uh, a new tradition and just X'd mine without asking me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't bring my pumpkin and I was like, I'm going to carve it on my own time alone. 
because that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, so I just oh, went God. and uh, I'm oh, going to, I, I supported the kids because, well, most of the time, and even though I brought this up yesterday and Elsa has zero recollection of it, the kids will choose the largest pumpkin they can find and then um, with zero plan of what kind of a face they're going to carve on it. Uh, the, a lot of time they pick one with a rotten stem or some other major flaw. And then later we'll get them home We'll go to carve them, and they'll discover this flaw. The stem will break off. They'll realize, oh, this pumpkin is as large as me. I can't – there's no way I can carve this big piece of shit. And then I'll carve all the pumpkins. And um, and I like it that way. That's, that's become our tradition. Over the last couple of years, the kids have started, you know, wising up. They get a more appropriate-sized pumpkin. They carve their own things, and I do less and less. And it um, – but then we got Amelia. So it's like, all right, here we go. My, I'm on. <laughs> And, um, you know, she's she's fine, whatever, but she's not that great at carving pumpkins. I'll say it. Sure. And so I went with her, and I we just teamed up. I carved her pumpkin, and it turned out really good. Oh, good. Maybe you should start going to Sensation and doing the sandcastles, too. My mom did that when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. So I was Sensation? Uh, kind yeah, of they won one time. Or oh, is that right? What'd she yeah. do? Um, they made a lion and a lamb. Wow. Perfect. 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 <laughs> 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 Of course. I want to uh, see a th- the, three-year-old. I bet it was beautiful, though. <laughs> it was pretty cool. The lion's mane was made of dune grass. It was pretty cool. Oh, I don't know. But uh, that's, that's I think bad. they won. I Honestly, I don't even remember. I was so little. But they, they Chinook Observer put them on the front page of the paper. It was like the lion, the lamb, and my mom's ass. Like, <laughs> it was like they chose a very uh-huh. strange picture. Hey, well, you got a nice ass. I mean. Thank you. You know. <laughs> I didn't get it. No ass. But. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, I remember people talking about that a lot. Like, hey, I saw your mom's butt on the paper. Yeah. Like, duh. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tori's a good looking lady. She's very artistic. It's, it's pretty cool. That's an interesting fact because I thought, I mean, uh, Sensation brings in a crowd from all around the country. These yeah. are coming from everywhere. So that your mom got a. This is when it was all at the beach. Yeah. It was different back then. You remember we used to do like a mini sensations for Ocean Park School? Sure. We would walk out there and a bird shit on me. I still remember the winter was a volcano with jellyfish as the lava coming out. I was like, wow, so that was crazy. It was my sandcastle, you know, but somebody was thinking outside the box. I was like, that's badass. I honestly don't even think I made a sandcastle. I was just like looking at sticks. And Isn't that during the beach cleanup too? Yeah. Yeah. I remember one time I seen an old Coca-Cola bottle and I smelt it and it, I think it was an old spitter <laughs> and it was the grossest thing I've ever seen. I poured it out and it just like, I still makes my stomach hurt. Do you, have you ever drank a spitter? No. I've seen people do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. As, a, as someone who has dated a guy who chews, it happens. It's disgusting. You guys are leaving him around and we're drinking water at us lovely ladies. You drink a spitter? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think I might murder somebody. I'm, I'm not even joking at all. If I was to kill a person, like a human it'd be person, of a spitter. it'd be because of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I wouldn't even feel bad about it. It's like, yeah. you're going to die anyway. You're killing yourself slowly. I'm just going to do you a favor. <laughs> I was under the influence and wasn't making I might have a drink accurate, first. <laughs> an accurate choice of drinks when I picked them up. Yeah. yeah. One time I watched somebody pour a half full spitter that had like the pouches in it. In the in the beer bottle, pour it with. We were like dumping wounded soldiers into. I'm pretty sure it was Colton's beer bong. He had to go to work, so he was trying to finish up. And uh, yeah, it went right down. Clear I tube. Ran away from a party at his house before. Really? Yeah. In Surfside? 
Or in Long Beach. Long Beach. Oh, yeah. Um, uh the what was it, heroin alley or whatever that was called Washington Street. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. I remember that. That was there was a good stretch of parties there for a summer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What were we talking about? Tobacco. Uh, do you chew now, Alex? No. No. Do you have you ever? No. Does he? No. Guess not. Okay. Well, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Um, chewing is a disgusting habit. I uh, no, it's all right. I was just joking. I frown up. I frown. I don't mind it. it. I don't hate the people who do it. And uh, uh, you know, for the record, it, uh, any uh, nicotine product, it's terrible. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's terrible. But what about nicotine without tobacco? I don't know. What about French people and tobacco? It's totally different than Americans. Do they not get cancer? Uh, I want to say it's considerable difference. I don't know about that. I don't want to get into that because they I also haven't. have affairs and it's totally fine. <laughs> I'm just haven't done my research on it. It's disgusting. How do people drink that shit? Oh, dude, <laughs> it's so good. I don't know. I love it. I love it. That's, you know, I understand when you said hard A is like uh, how to. It's it's hard to drink, right? It is. I don't. I don't I know. Have something we should take a shot of. What you got? It's called Liquicel. This is something that... Like a kidney serum? <laughs> sort of. Yeah, so it has right. 16 grams of protein per serving and 2.5 grams of arginine per serving. Did you get that off of a shelf in a hospital or an old folks' home? I should have. It looks like you would find one there. Yeah, this like should be recommended by a doctor. <laughs> Pour me up a glass. I'll have some. Yeah, let's have some. It's... Uh, Sugar-free. This is the flavor of grape. And then at the dialysis center, we give some patients who, you know, have a low appetite or low protein levels, which usually go hand in hand. You lose Maybe your appetite. Maybe I'll start the halfer. And, um... <laughs> yeah, don't fill mine up. Either. No, you're going to want the whole thing. It's so good for you. It's pretty thick. <laughs> That's the collagen. Okay. <laughs> I have been trying to up my collagen. Wow, that looks like blood from this angle. Yeah, well, it's Halloween, right? So Mango we're getting our vampire on. Actually, pretty good. It smells like feet. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to our Nino. All right. Yeah, it's thick. It's pretty thick. Yeah, but now you don't have to eat all that meat. Oh, what meat? You brought meat? Or. I'm here. <laughs> Um, no, I mean like for your protein. Oh, oh, this is the protein. A, this is such a great. How much protein in that little shot glass? You had a sixteen grams, and that was. I was producing. I was being a producer in my head at the time. Ooh. I didn't hear it. But. One ounce, and this is one point five, right? It's a shot glass, so that's pretty good. So we just got quite a bit of protein. It kind of reminds me of one of those candies that has like the oozing <laughs> sugar shit that comes out of it. It's really, it's pretty sweet. But no sugar. What kind of sugar are we talking about? It says no sugar. No sugar. No, this is the good. That stuff. tastes pretty good, actually. And it, and honestly, like the the peach mango, if you were to like mix out just a little tiny bit of lemonade or some liquid to thin it out a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst you're gonna get. It. It's just straight. <laughs> I taste some gelatin in there. It tastes like gel. It tastes like Jello. I'm the patient who calls it Mad Doc 2020. Well, that was like a, a very popular malt liquor back in the day, right? Yeah. Mad Dog? Yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> He's like, give me some of that mad dough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is one of your patients? Yeah, who says hmm. that? So you just, you busting this out, serving it on to everybody? Where did this come from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is something that I did not get from my dialysis center because I can't purchase items from them. But this is the same brand of protein supplement that we give our patients. Oh, It's called Liquicel. And I just, um, I mean, you should talk to your doctor about it before you try something, you know, especially a supplement. But it's, like it says, great taste. Not bad. Protein. I definitely taste the protein. Yeah, and these are like the, the grams of argan arginine are something to do with helping protein 2.5 that's a lot of arginine yeah i feel, I feel better already yeah you <laughs> <laughs> do yeah there's a lot of stuff going on in the uh supplement world these days mm -hmm. you take supplements a little bit a little here and there keep me fresh daily vitamins i do a daily multi uh <laughs> bridge chain amino acids magnesium uh, a B3, a D3, mm -hmm. not B3. I take a B6. A CBD? Um, I do CBD as much as I can afford. Yeah. That shit is outrageously overpriced. Right. I also give it to my dog, so maybe that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. But it helps. Her coat has just really rebounded. Is that right? We get CBD? so many compliments. Why not? Yeah, she actually looks 10 years younger. I know. Since the last time I've seen her. I'm not even, I mean, I'm kind of joking, but mostly serious that that shit really did do that i didn't even recognize her when i walked in her hair was falling out i thought wouldn't you guys get a new puppy was <laughs> she looking pretty rough when you were here last yeah she was like hair falling out right like a half a year ago bald before. butt bald yeah. tail yeah, she looks full of bloody sores no her old face and everything looks fantastic yeah there's some cbds mostly that but also just like her overall attitude has been better mm -hmm. she's been meditating yeah. trying to look at the bright side and right. it's helped it's helped a lot she's got some good windows to look out of yeah house. I mean, she's really, for a dog, got it pretty good. Yeah. She's kind of a complainer before that. <laughs> Do you guys, how's your dog doing? How's Jeff the dog? <laughs> Jeff the dog's great. Kill any deer lately? No. So I got to say that while while I got you here, uh, while we're speaking about nightmares, that video that, of your dog <laughs> chasing a deer into a lake and then drowning it, yeah. it's probably the worst thing I've ever seen. And I see, I chose to forget it, you know, like, and I don't have to... The Twice. sounds, man. It's the sounds that haunt me. Yeah. The screams of that deer. Screams of me. And I was you, screaming. you were pretty screamy too. Yeah. And I um I let it go and I look at that dog as if he never did it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just pushed it right under the rug. <laughs> like you're a good dog. He means well. Yeah, he, he was bringing it for you. And yeah. you could and you knew that. That's why you were screaming, I think. Yeah. It's like you didn't want that gift. Nobody still has the uh you know, he's got a lake to swim in front of our place. And Does he ever drown any animals in it anymore? No, but I mean, I'm thinking if he had the chance, he would. You God, know? you can't trust a Jeff. He he no, keeps no. the animals away, and also he keeps all the tweakers away. And I love that dog. Yeah. That dog makes me feel safe. Jeff's are protective like that. He's got that. a lot of bark. Mm -hmm. That dog's got a lot That of black bark. lab's got heart. Oh, yeah. We're getting a new dog. Um, yeah, we just talked about that inside. But we're getting a new dog uh, half, I don't know. Aussie, Aussie lab. Yeah, and Retriever. And Retriever. Yeah, it's a threesome. But I don't know which which one has the half. I hope it's the Australian, though, because yeah. those are cool dogs. Super smart, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about Yeah, we about saw it. a picture. Super cute. So, I mean, who's going to be spending most, most of the time with this dog? I mean, you know, in the family. Who's... Unfortunately, probably me. Yeah, I, okay. And That's I'll sense. be pissed about it the whole time. Yeah, because in the beginning, he's going to be, or she's going to be chewing up all your USB chargers. Every one of them. Yeah. My, my well, you're going to have a little company. bit of 
time to focus on her because you're taking a small break. Little break. That'll be cool. Actually, yeah, that'll be coordinated well for time-wise. Is that because the uh, invasive species right now are taking a little break? No, I got to still work on those, but oh. the, I get a break on the podcast. <laughs> and honestly, it's not a break for me. It's a break for you, the yeah. listeners. I'm just not going to post anything for a month, but I'm still going to be working. <laughs> so, oh, cool. Well, yeah, because I have the interviews coming up that are going to go into season two. Yes. But there will be a couple weeks off. I haven't decided if I'm going to post something anyway. I'll probably just do like, a, I'll just probably do a quick wrap and put that out. People like that. Yeah, you need to up your game a little bit anyway. It's not exciting. Yeah. Let's end the show. You're out. We'll, we'll end We're it here. Are <laughs> uh, you sure you don't want to cover the Tic Tac? Yeah. Good luck, Jeff. This is All right. season finale, hey, and I'm just so happy for you from where you started and where you're at, and you have a season two ready to go and i'm all in thank you thank you guys so much for being a part of this it's been a great year i can't believe that we've made it yeah ramble on cheers bye everybody i hope you enjoyed this episode of ramble by the river if you did head on over to apple Podcasts, spotify and leave a review and a rating if you want more ramble by the river go on over to patreon.com slash ramble by the river and subscribe for exclusive content Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. It's time to say it with your chest now. Say it with your chest now. I'm young. I'm free. Can't nobody take me.